Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. week ahead of us. Although we are off on Wednesday. Yeah, I got excited driving in. I was like, oh, four-day work week. This is kick-ass. Yeah. Well, we're taking (laughs) Wednesday off because tomorrow is Riz Show night at the Blues game. Full day, full night. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, I'm telling you, and the Blues are on a roll. What, five wins in a row? Yep. Many. Tomorrow's game is... They're excited something, man. Tomorrow's game is going to wrap up in regulation. <laughs> What's our record? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> God, I hope tomorrow's game wraps up at a convenient hour. It doesn't matter because we're off on Wednesday. I keep seeing all this these overtime funny. wins, and I'm just like, hey, yeah, let's, well, uh, let's get that out of our system. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care because I'm sleeping in Wednesday. Yeah, me too. I still, But I still, I still need to be in bed by a decent hour, man. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's true. Even on the weekends, I get up at like six. Skate boys. My wife like yells at me. Like my body says, hey, it's time to get up. But my body. Like my body (laughs) is like, man. My body's telling me go to work. Yeah. Get up. If my body makes it to 730, it panics and says, you've got something to do, I'm sure. Yeah, right. And my like, my wife gets upset. Like when I get out of bed, like I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of bed. Yeah. Like she'll sleep till like ten. Love her. Whoa, really? She'll go to ten. The kids will go till noon. I'm like, I'm up. Well, they're growing. Even the the yeah. dogs, dude. The dogs will sleep till nine thirty, ten o'clock. Damn. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. 
My cats Mine are, are up, up at four every day. Six, yeah. Every day? Dude. Uh, your dogs suck. I know. They love to wake me up. <laughs> like, I'll, like, get one of the dogs, like, keep me company downstairs. Yeah. Although it is nice downstairs. Like, Sunday morning. By yourself. Oh, I bet. I got up early. I was downstairs, 7.30. Making breakfast? Doing show prep. Made myself a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Watched uh, <clears throat> CBS Sunday morning. Did they do a cool Charles Osgood? It was the trip? whole episode was a Charles Osgood nice. tribute. Uh, the old, uh, the, the former goaltender. No, the no, Detroit the former CBS Sunday the morning. Goaltender of the CBS Sunday morning. That's oh. right. Wow, sounds That's right. exciting, man. Very exciting. Hey, <laughs> just stare at a hummingbird feeder for an hour and a half. I am all names. I stood there. There's Cletus staring and out into James the woods. And Lola, she's got a bit of an attitude. Hand on my hip. Yeah. yeah. I was up at uh, all hours of the morning, Saturday and Sunday, because I'm going through perimenopause. Mm. And so I got the heat flashes. And, uh, Cannot relate. Want to murder myself. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Dude, I don't know if because you told me that yesterday, I did not sleep last night. And did I just woke up in sweats. Now he's got mm. it. I gave it to you yesterday at the post. It's why got, did you empathy Why did you go to sleep in pants? It's airborne. Yeah, I was going to say, I woke up in Dude, shorts. I was in, I had a fan on and everything, and I ended up going out on the couch I don't know what was going on. You were I did accidentally eat onions. It could be that. Oh, that'll be oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some. There was a couple things happening. Mm. No, I had, a, I had one hell of a weekend. Friday night, went out with some friends, uh, went to Noto up there in St. Peter's. Yeah. Wonderful dinner. Mm. I'm sure. Wonderful dinner. Went to Lucky Accomplice. Oh, how was that? Seven courses, delicious. Lucky. <laughs> How was their hot dog? Seven hot dog courses. was amazing. Okay. Nice. It was little micro portions. But yeah, but still, you leave full. You do leave full. Hey, it's not, the, it's not about the size it. of the hot dog. It's it's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you get seven yes. courses, it's man. It's how That's, you use it. Yeah. Great That's a time. lot. The chef has, and did you have the waiter come out and explain the chef has prepared, blah, blah, blah? Oh, yeah. Everything was nice. defined. What are we talking about? I've never heard of this. Lucky Accomplice, Lucky accomplice. off of uh, Jefferson, right by Press, which is like by Johnny Brock's, like over there in those oh, okay. areas. Um and it was gorgeous. The ambiance, you know, everybody started. We got there at six o'clock. We started at six thirty. The entire place is all on the same schedule. Our uh, shout out to our waitress uh, Bryn, who was excellent. And so hey, cool. Bryn. Hey, Bryn. Was it just you and Tim? It was Tim, myself, uh, Missy, and Bill Ryder. Bill Ryder of the Urge. Oh, the Urge, yes. Wow. Yeah. So um, we love them. We do our like fancy one year. Oh, our once a year fancy expensive dinner with them. That's it's nice. Like a little tradition. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're good people. That's nice. That sounds like a cool tradition. It is. Uh, Saturday, uh, got in the car, drove up to Springfield, Springfield Ill. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Not City really much of going City's on up there. Saturday. Did you rub not, uh, Lincoln's nose while you not, were? In no, we had no time. Dang. Right. No thanks. Like two hours up there, two hours back. How was the horseshoe? Didn't stop to get one. <laughs> wow, My man. Didn't stop to get one. On a one town. Well, it's, somebody had said. I had to sift through 87 <laughs> emails. Dude, somebody had said the place where to go. I know, I know. God and I, dang I feel it. bad. Like on the way back, you had just had to get home. You were like, I got to get out By of here. By the time the game was over, the hot game was over. It was like 7 o'clock. Uh, the uh, Lafayette High School winter formal <clears throat> was Saturday night. And the boy wanted to get home for the after parties. I so understand. I'm like, but the horseshoe is... <laughs> but there's food Dad wants to try. <laughs> like, the, you know, the horseshoe. You know, the hor Darcy's Pint was the place. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but we're, it's not far from here. I mean, it's a little out of the way, but... Yeah. Home of the three-minute horseshoe. Yeah, you know, it's a horseshoe. You know, well, what's a horseshoe, Dad? It's, you know, well... It's a it's, slinger, it's, son. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's hamburger, and they put fries on it. 
and then put cheese sauce on it. And he's like, that's, we're going home. <laughs> oh man. We're going uh, home. I'm like, I drove two hours up here. My God. Four hours in the car, an hour and a half game, and you want to go to your winter formal after party? Yeah. What a great selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a great it probably was one of the one of the best youth hockey games I've ever seen. Hmm. Zero zero tie. The two uh two first place teams in the division. Twenty-five nice. seconds to go. The Chesterfield Falcons score. Oh, buddy boy! And now the Chesterfield Falcons, 14U A3 team, is in sole possession of first place. Congratulations, to the boys! And then Sunday, uh, the boy had a game over Queenie Park, mm-hmm. which they had redone that rink, that hockey rink with the ice rink over there. Gorgeous. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> you paid for it. You paid for it. <laughs> Gorgeous. Nice rink. And I had never seen this before. A youth hockey player flip off a coach. Damn. Oh, wow. Flip off a coach in the handshake line. Classy. Is this my son, my future son? No, it's on a this kid team? from the Kirkwood team. Oh, keep it classy, oh, Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Keep it classy, Kirkwood. Gosh. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a star. Can you show, like, what, what you saw? Like, what kind of flip off? Was it, like, a hard one? Or was, was it, like, yours? Just your finger out. In, in well, glove? <laughs> out, out of glove. <laughs> I, I I couldn't see from my vantage point, but it was the, it was a whole to do like after the game. Oh yeah. Well, the boy goes, dude. The hand check line went sideways because it was a very it was a chippy game. And I go, what happened? He goes, uh, he goes. One of the Kirkwood players flipped off the coach. Thatcher flipped off oh, coach. I go, whoa, Williams. Like, <laughs> I'm kind. Of, I'm. I, like, I don't want you doing that, but I'm like, wow, the ball's on that kid. <laughs> like, back when I was playing baseball, I, th- I think it's legal to hit a kid. Mm. That kid would have definitely gotten a horseshoe on Saturday night. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He would have been down. <laughs> Your son is so respectable and, like, yeah. lovely. and. Yeah, the, the kid flipped off. I'm like, wow, man, ballsy. Whew. So uh, <laughs> what you're saying is the Stars lost? The Stars lost, yeah. Hmm. The Stars lost. And then Sorry, we went buds. to... Um, the family arena for a cheer competition. It was my first ever cheer competition to go see my daughter. Exhilarating, right? It the energy. Was a, it was very girly. How long did the dads have their phones out in the stands? Did everybody? Uh... Uh, I got up there. Uh, the girl, she was before. So it was a whole weekend thing. It was teams. It was you know cheer teams. And you've been. I'm. You've been to these. Yes, I have. Cheer teams from all over the region. Mm-hmm. I love them. Arkansas to you know, Kansas City, everywhere. And, uh, you know, they do their, you know, two and a half minute, three minute cheer routine. It's a high energy, you know, a lot of loud music. Did you get loud? Well, part of it is crowd participation for, you know, the team you're rooting for. And right. I think the judges take that into account. I got up there around uh, five o'clock, right in the meat of that. Oh, yes. Right in the meat of that Chiefs-Ravens game. <laughs> Heck yeah. Right in the meat of it. And I'm looking around the family arena, and I see guys with their heads down, <laughs> staring at the staring at their phones, the glow of their phones. Everybody's all, doing the same thing. All rea- yeah, all reacting in sync. Like if something this happened, photo. you texted us this photo. I'd like to tweet this out you for got the people. It. Okay, yeah, because right in the middle of the uh, Chiefs Ravens game. Yeah, like the guy, all the dads had their heads buried in their phones, and of course, when our little girls were performing. 
100% of the attention went to them. 100%, Rafe. Hey, man, I believe you. I believe you. You were watching the game down in the pit. <laughs> Cheering at the wrong time. Cheering out of the... Yeah. No, oh, yes. No, no. I made the spread. <laughs> what did he just say? You know, I read some... Uh, it was some stat about the Super Bowl. So now so now the Super Bowl is set, obviously. Correct. You know, with the with the Chiefs and 49ers playing on uh, the 11th. Go on. One in 11 Super Bowl watchers won't know who's playing until it starts. One in 11? One in 11. I would have thought it would have been more. One in 11 Super Bowl watchers won't know who's playing until the game actually starts. So, listen, the teams are set. You know, we watched the games yesterday. 9% of people who plan to watch Super Bowl say they won't know which teams are playing until the game starts. Like, you know who's playing, right? Yeah, me. Yeah, because you're around us. I am. Hi. And I, Tim. You know, I'm sure Tim was going nuts yesterday. He was going nuts, uh, as was Rafe. And I was in the middle of both of these diehard Chiefs fans. And then Tim got home and he's like, oh, God, I hope that he was watching the 49ers game. He goes, I hope that it's not the 49ers because we've played them recently. And I went to bed and then I woke up and I found out that the 49ers had won. So right. it's going to be like a replay of what it was five years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. I and, hope and, so. And, Right, 20, uh, 2020? 2020, yeah. 2020 hey. was the Chiefs, and it was the 49ers. Chiefs wound up winning. It was Mahomes versus Garoppolo for the 49ers at the time. I saw on social media, I'm not watching. You're yeah. watching. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not watching. You're watching. Stop it. All the hate, man. I don't get man. it. I literally do not understand it, but Whatever. Hate all you want. So the average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. One in six said less than 20. Each quarter is 15 minutes. So unless there's overtime, that's 60 minutes of gameplay. Um, the whole event lasts three to four hours. Yeah, it depends on the snacks and the company. Man, I love Super Bowl snacks. Me too. Mm -hmm. Dip galore. Oh, man. That is that is one of only the handful, if not... Probably the only day it was acceptable to eat appetizers as as your entire as your day. entire meal. Yeah, not just a meal, but like the entire day. Two, two meals. Yeah, I mean you you are covered. You don't or have it's to just eat anything. Apps. Yeah, I will survive on some sort of buffalo dip. But are you guys going to make healthy for twelve apps since we have a photo shoot coming up? Or are you uh, <sighs> sticking? With okay, it doesn't count. Okay. True, don't doesn't remind count. us You're about right. what's it doesn't happening. Count. I'm just going to fast for two days leading up to the Super Bowl and okay. try to balance it out. Yep, there we go. Yeah, I'm going to do like a juice diet. No half measures. Oh, we just put so one day yourself, where calories buddy. don't count. Laxative in the uh, in the dip, no yeah. big deal. I don't know uh, if my mom's having her big Super Bowl party or not. She normally has. And, like, yes. I feel like the last one. Did you talk to my mom? Yeah. <laughs> she, you didn't get a mail You guys yet? are all invited if you want to go. No. No? Are you sure? Out to where, where is she? Columbia. No. I got to cross the river. Good Your mom's a Chiefs fan now. I got to cross two rivers. I could go to that. I You're respect her for Rafe. that. I respect her for that. She goes Columbia, all out. That's far. Dude, it's worth it. She goes all out. It's mom. She makes everything. But that's an cookies. hour away? No, it's like 30 minutes away. From our house, it's probably 35 minutes. Uh, still no. Okay. Uh, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. It was the? Chiefs. It was Chiefs. the Chiefs, of course. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. They've now been in it for the past five years. They've won two of those so far. A lot of us just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties. 
Wait, they haven't been in the Super Bowl for five years, have they? Four. I thought the Bengals went one year. I don't know. Four out of the five. Four out of five years. Two back-to-back. One up and down. A lot of it just <laughs> want to socialize at Super Bowl parties. So, but 77% agree it's, it's rude to stand around and gab near the TV. Yeah, you could socialize at the Super Bowl party, but just go somewhere else. Because mm. there are people that are going to be there that are into the game. Me. Yeah, I think at the Super Bowl parties, there's usually, you know, the, the crew that's in front of the TV that's watching every moment. And then there's the, you know, periphery kind of groups. Yeah. Right? But don't interrupt the people that are at the couch watching the TV. Mm-hmm. Unless it's something really juicy you got to tell them, you know. Super true. But even then, it could wait to commercials. Oh, no. It's a wildly different experience when your team is in than when they're not also. Like, the level of buy-in and anxiety that accompanies, like, your team that you've rooted for your whole life being in the Super Bowl versus, like, not really having a dog in the fight. Right. Having no skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Those appetizers go down a lot easier when you don't have skin in the game. Yeah, the past past couple years we've done this... uh, I haven't really gone anywhere. Uh, and with the family, we play uh, commercial bingo. Like, I'll print out, like, bingo cards. Yeah, that's what my mom does. And that's everybody will have, fun. like, three cards. And, you know, when a you know particular brand comes on, you cross off the part of your bingo card. and We play squares where you can win some money. Yeah. Yeah, with the, with the final score, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, end of the first quarter score, halftime score. Those are fun. Yeah. This is this is That's straight like commercial brand bingo, and you could go to like Etsy and print up bingo cards. It's fun. It, it gets research. the kids involved. Do your research if you're going to be doing betting on commercials and stuff. Remember, because there was a big article uh, last week about how uh, like the big four. I think it was the big four automakers. It's like the first time in decades that they're yeah. not advertising. Something yeah. like that. I forget but, which ones. But the bingo cards are totally random. Like here, you know, take one. Yeah, yeah. they're already pre. Like, oh already man, pre-set. I got GM. That's yeah, fine. That's not going to help me. That's fine. Uh, Hosting a party and thinking of upgrading your TV, you know, the top things people will buy before hosting a Super Bowl party. I didn't think about that. Include, you know, a new grill, a new TV, new dishes, and a new couch. And the food is very important. Very, very important. 77% say good food and good snacks are an essential part of a great Super Bowl party. I think that's low. The top five Super Bowl snacks are in order. Go ahead. Uh, wings. Nope. Didn't make just the top kid- five. Cocktail wings. Just kidding. Hot dogs are number three. Dip. Dips are number two. Chili. Hot dogs are three. Yeah. Pizza. Like smokies. Oh, that's different. Pizza's number four. Sliders. I'm going to put little smokies in the hot dog. Category. Yeah, okay. that's got to be. Yeah. I'll accept that. A cheese dip um, of some sort. No, that's that's that that's in your dips. That's number two. Um, okay. uh, dips, and j- dips are two. Uh, just dips. No, just dips. Um, hey, dips are what it's all about. Yeah, chips? ranch chips are number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got your chips. You got your dips. You got your hot dogs. You got your pizza, and you got your burgers. Wings. Wings didn't make the top five. Interesting. That is quite. I guess they've lost their their thing. That's weird. My daughter didn't make the top. Five. My daughter. Uh, Not gonna say you call a foul on that, huh? My daughter was all about the Chiefs for a moment because of the Taylor Swift stuff. And I did. I was trying to get her to watch the game yesterday, and she's like, nah, man, I don't like football, dude. I said, okay, you know, whatever. Um, and then she, she was up there when, when they went and said, are we doing a Super Bowl party? 
I said, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe we'll have family over and all that. She said, listen, can we just get Wingstop? <laughs> she was like, as long as we have Wingstop, okay, I'll be excited. I, I don't think that's cheating. Yeah, she's like, if you just, can you, she's like, what are we going to have for snacks? I said, well, we're going to do that buffalo dip that Mallory always makes, and we'll do this, and we'll do that. And she's like, oh, I just want, I just want Wingstop. Can no, you just I don't order that's that? That's right, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's tasty. So we'll probably, we'll probably it's do fine. that and then make the rest of it. That's fine. At the Rez house, I'll probably make, uh, maybe make some pizzas. Make them. You fire up the old oven. Get the kids in there with the dough. Yeah, make them work. Huh? Tiny hands yeah. in the hot oven. That's right. Yeah. What are those little things you were talking about? Uh, learned the rye chip. Um, they're not rye. They're not rye chips. They're- the Rotella dip, uh, where you put the Rotella dip on top of the little uh, rye crackers. Yeah, it's like and a, you bake them. It's like a brown, like little toasty thing. Yeah. yeah. The, the what, what, are what are those called? Uh, the- Melba toasts. What? No. That's what that is? No. No, there's a yeah, the specific name for oh. that. It's like the sausage in it, too. Yeah. Oh, dude, those are so good. But yeah, but whatever those little. They make those at DBs. Yeah, and they're like soft, but not soft. They're they're crunchy, but they're not crunchy. Like You know what I'm talking about. Like mm-hmm. Best of all textures, yeah. They're like toasted Man. pizza. What are those called? Brown toast Excellent. things. Excellent. Maybe I'll make those. Maybe I'll make those. I don't know. We got two weeks. Two weeks to figure out the menu, guys, and nobody's invited. Be I'll be in my the, mom's house. It's going to be me and the family. Oh, oh good, fine. Be your mom's <laughs> what house. What the heck are those things called? <laughs> You're all invited. Oh, thank you. Ah, somebody figured it out. All right, here's a, here's a scenario for you. All right, you're offered 50000 bucks. okay? I love these money scenarios. Me too. Because I like to really test the greediness of the show. You're offered fifty grand, but if you accept it, the person you hate the most in the entire world gets a hundred grand. Are you taking it? Yes, please. Yeah, because I love people I hate. So you're offered fifty grand, but if you accepted, the person you hate the most in the entire world gets a hundred grand. This is sweet. I just made hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> Because you hate yourself so much. I just decided right now that I hate myself the most. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. And I'm like, with yeah, you on that. Man, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I judge so myself. Terrible on myself. Yeah. He mowed my lawn on the joke. <laughs> and I was going to say the easiest 150 I've ever made. But sorry, God. I even wrote it down. I even wrote my joke down. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Hugs. Great minds. Forgive you. So you taking? are you taking the 50 grand? Yeah. But the person you hate the most That's in the world. That's none of my spiritual business. <laughs> <laughs> I'll assume they'll, it'll ruin their life some way. I'll do whatever mental gymnastics I have to do. I don't run on spite. I'm take care of, take care of my side of the street. 50 Gs will help. Very, help very, people out. It's very healthy of you. I assume that 100 grand, they'll, who knows? Maybe they'll get a gambling problem or... Yeah, somehow. Do something silly with it. Yeah. Yeah, somehow it'll ruin their life. Do they know? In this scenario, do they know the 100K came from me accepting this deal? Or does it just seem like a windfall to them? Uh, There's some power in that, too, of being like, yeah. Courtesy of Rafe. High road, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rye bread pizzas. Thank you to the chat. They're called rye bread pizzas or they're called... Pizza Rise, or they're called p- 
party rise. Mm. Or just party pizzas. I've heard on here. Party rise. Look at that. Rye. Oh, dude, look at that. So pizza rye made with ground beef, uh, spicy Italian sausage. You can actually skip that and put something else on it. Mixed with cheese, and you spread it over a uh, small... No, I think the spicy like Italian a, sausage makes it. I think that's what makes it the pizza rye. Many rye. No, the rye is what makes it. Does it have a rye? So just just put like... whatever you want on it. Oh, man. I want one bad. Those little rye, this little rye, this Don't little mess rye with, the, with the recipe. What do you mean? It's, life is about messing with the recipe. <laughs> I'm taking the 50 grand, by the way. That was deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking the 50 grand? Yes. Okay. We're all taking the 50 grand? Sure. Yeah, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Why did this make 400 grand? <laughs> show greed is top. Like, we're all greedy bastards Weird. on this show. And we all hate ourselves. Yeah, but the, spi- so but the spite, yeah, though, a, the spite. There's a good spi- chance we're all keeping 150k out of this deal. <laughs> the spite, though, the spite of not, you know, having your uh, having your enemy not get 100 grand. They would not know either way, right? So they don't know the money's for me, and then they won't know that they almost could have had. So, yeah, I'm taking the money. Yeah, I think we're all right. yeah. fine. We're all taking the money. Yeah, we're all taking the money. Great. No, that's good. It's not wide enough of a chasm to make me rethink it. Now, you say 50K a million. There's a moment of pause there because that's a pretty continental divide. Be hard to endow your worst enemy with a million dollars. When you get 50 and next thing you know, you see your your worst enemy like, oh, my God, I just got a check in the mail for a million dollars. I don't know where it came from, but. Yeah, living high on the hog. You're welcome. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got 50 grand. Um, we all remember slumber parties as as kids. Rites of passages, yeah. slumber yeah. parties. We've talked about slumber parties in the past. In fact, I think last week we were talking about, uh, you know, Rafe going over a friend's house and both the mom and dad hugging and kissing Rafe goodnight. Yeah. As yeah. if Rafe were their son. Yeah. Which is weird. When yeah, never, that when, popped up. I had bur- I'd reburied it until you just brought it back up again. Thank <laughs> you for that. We never called them slumber parties. I mean, I don't know if that was a girl thing. sleepover. Or, yeah, it's like, hey, I'm going to go spend the night over at so-and-so's. Okay. But I was reading an article over the weekend about the and this is from the Daily Mail headline, Death of the Slumber Party. Whoa. Anxious parents are collecting children from sleep unders at 2 a.m. Yeah, oh, my best yeah. friend told me about this. We, and, all, we all have that here and there. And remember the story we had? It was from an email like, hey, uh, my son wants to have a friend over, but the mom insists on staying. Right. If the kid stays. And we're like, we never heard of that before. Yeah. That's okay. weird. Here's a tent. There's the backyard. So, anxious parents collecting children from sleep unders at 2 a.m. or even staying with them to ensure they're safe. This is a thing. This is a thing. Is this, what is this? Is this helicopter parenting at its peak? Because, like. I really think you're depriving kids of a certain part of their childhood by doing this. And it's a buildup to autonomy, like an independence. Like, right. it's the first moment that your yeah. kid gets to kind of. Understand, like, oh, like you're not going to be in this house forever with us. Like, this is just a little taste of like, go have fun and see how you do without mom and dad for right. like, a couple of well, hours. In a silly way, it's it's kind of like experiencing culture as well. It's, yeah. it's like a, yes, and the article brings like, that up it's too. It's like a, you're going to travel somewhere else, and guess what? 
They got different rules. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. going to see how they got different tones. They got different, in habits. different houses. Sure. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a it's a cultural adventure. It's an educational system in 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 its own. You know what I mean? Like, and then once you start uh, spending the night at this person's house and this person's house, then you go, oh my gosh, my my house is kind of weird, or my house or is kind of cool. A, I right. have a great, or man, yeah, we're really. Either way, you're comparing. Now you're comparing. You know, four quote unquote. Different cultures, you know what I'm saying, in a, in, a, in a weird way. Brain building. Okay, so so here's what the article says. It says, uh, worried parents have put an end to sleepovers and are letting their kids do sleep-unders instead, picking them up at 2 a.m. or even sleeping over with them. Gone are the days of slumber parties with pillow fights, movie marathons, and games. Nowadays, anxious parents so are concerned about their kids' safety in the homes of their friends, prompting them to pick up their kids before the sleeping portion of the sleepover, even if it's 2 or 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. If that was at my house, like, that kid's not coming over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. if you don't know the family or something, you haven't done your research yet to see how safe it is over there to pick up your kids, but, man. My parents weren't doing any research. Yeah, yeah mine didn't either. No research being done. They were like, what is, what's, the, what's the mom's name? <laughs> that yeah, was my dad. What's their phone number? Research. I thought it was cool. My best friend's a... She's a trauma nurse, so she sees sick kids and and kids that have had terrible accidents all the time, and like so, and she's smart and awesome. But she, I love that the thing she asks, like if her kids have a new friend, she always asks the parents, "Hey, do you have any guns in the house?" She like wants to know exactly what's going on with like the weapons that are in the house because she sees so many children sure. have gunshot wounds that she's like very yeah. hip to like understanding. And I think that is something that like all parents, if you got little kids, you should be thinking about. Nah. Going into my, my mom used to call and ask if there were guns in the house and would say, you need more. In Southern Illinois, that was a Little Scotty's conclusion. coming over. You probably need more guns. No, it's not that she's not letting her kids go to gun owners' homes. She's wanting to know, hey, do you have the guns locked up? What is the situation with the weapons? And I think it's incredibly intelligent of her to do that. Yeah. Like, I guess. she's seen too much. <laughs> I, I, I got, I, you know, okay, fine. I, under, I understand that. We've, we haven't had a parent ask us that. Right. I, th- um... I think that's smart to do. I think you should be doing all <laughs> yes, that Yes, we stuff. do have guns, and they're lying just all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Come safe. on. You're just, how many guns do you have in the house? <laughs> I lost count. Well, how many children's oh beds are there? Because if there's one under three every... Three in the ceiling tiles, two on the coffee table. <laughs> yeah. Lost a couple last week somewhere in the house. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh yeah. there it is. I have six, but <laughs> I can tell you is. where three of them are. Oh, God. <laughs> so irresponsible gun owners are not going to tell the truth anyway. Right okay, Responsible true. gun owners are going to have them locked up away from the kids. Yeah. Still yeah. good to at least ask and know. I think that overall this is a result of, I saw, and I read an article that had a map of like, they studied this town, one town of people for like 50 years. And the they made like a circle, a radius circle of like where kids were allowed to play. Right? Like in mm-hmm. the 70s and the 80s. And it was shrinking. Every generation, it shrank a little more because of the result of, like, the 20... I think it's the true crime 24-hour news cycle. Like, that's all we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom and gloom. In the 80s, it was like, don't get in the van. And it yeah. shrunk a little, but we still kind of had... Like, my my play radius was miles. Oh, and dude. now, the, the play radius of the average kid, you can probably find it online. It's tiny. It's blocks. Oh, yeah. Some of them, it's a yard. Yeah. Because parents... You're getting inundated with, like, the world is a dangerous place, the 24-hour, this person got killed, this kid is missing, this per- this parent murdered their children, and it's like, yes, those things happened, those things were always happening, we just didn't have, it seems like it's happening more often because it's constantly being sensationalized, 
So it's like making parents all jacked in the head. And that's why you're doing this stupid stuff like sleep unders. I don't know. With the gun thing, uh, well, listen, where we live, I'm assuming everybody's got a gun on the house. Mm. Uh, I pretty much would know the parents before the kids slept over there anyway. Right. I'm putting my kid in, 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 your, in your hands. I don't know. They're, they're, some of these parents make some giant leaps. Right. Like as to why they're not allowing their kids to stay over. And again, it's it's parents' anxiety. Sure. And I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't the anxiety is so much that it doesn't then um, go on to the Spill kids. Over into the kids, yeah. Go on to the kids. So one so one mom explained why sleepovers are a no no for her kids. She goes, "How my husband and I deal with sleepovers with our six young kids is that we don't. My kids don't have sleepovers. Not here. Not at other people's houses. Not even cousins." The benefits of sleepovers do not outweigh the risks. Damn. What? What? Okay. What risks? Uh, the mom went on to explain how the risk of sexual assault and abuse is part of her reasoning for saying no to sleepovers. I understand that that's a real thing that happens, but like you're not you're not feeling out the parents and like the families of kids before you go. Like, I guess what? How? How do you even know? How are you supposed to know that? I feel like this is a mom that's putting the anxiety on the kids where every turn, yeah. these kids are going to think that somebody's out to get them. Well, that's like what my mom and my aunt would tell my cousin, my female cousins and I, like, do not, like, if there's a man, do not let them touch you. Like, that was, so I grew up in a household that was like, do not let men touch you, which is, and I knew that. So, like, anybody's, I always had, like, a weird thing with dads because I was like, you know, if I were going to be sleeping over at my aunt and uncle's house, my cut, my cousin and I would sleep in their bed sometimes because it's my aunt and uncle. And I would always have to sleep next to my uncle who was amazing and never did anything wrong. But I was always kind of like, I don't know, afraid I f- that he was going to do something because of this kind of thing, this fear that my mom was like, don't let men touch you. Yeah, but I feel like this mom is like, she will, she's preventing her kids from doing something. Right. At the risk of a sexual assault. Yeah. Where is she if she put is she putting that on our kids where you need to be wary of every single person around every corner there could be a sexual predator. Yeah, like what how do you balance that? You know, like how do you make your kids aware so they have that self-awareness but not scare the hell out of them? I you know, I'm not a parent so I don't know what the right thing to do is. The kids are allowed to stay extra late at a friend's house for movies and popcorn. I mean, she goes and picks the kids up. Like does she not think that the kids can get molested like within the couple of hours of just being over there though like that doesn't yeah. make that argument doesn't make sense like you're still letting your child go into a, a person's home where anything can happen they're in their home and if that's really your fear like why are you not afraid of that with just them going over there to play right. for a couple of I hours need to anyway? be, hey, little Thatcher needs to be within eyesight at all times mm. um, almost half of parents in the US describe themselves as overprotective um now, there's another, there was another mom that was interviewed for this article. Um, she doesn't let her kids spend a single night away from her. She got kids, a 12, a 14, and a 20-year-old. They're not even allowed to spend the night with other family members. She still wants her kids to have, quote, normal childhood experiences. But instead of ordinary sleepovers, she'll let her kids attend parties if she could bring them home at bedtime, even if it's 2 or 3 in the morning. Um... The oldest kid, the 20-year-old, who's obviously, you know, grown up, I guess, doing doing their own thing, she says, I was definitely feeling left out. She says she began losing invites to sleepover parties 
because she was the only one that would have to get picked up early. Mm. She was the only one that would have to like bounce out at like two or three a.m. And think about the uh, like the parents, like of the ki- of the sleepover house. Mm-hmm. Like I now gotta wait for your ass oh, to get picked up. Yeah. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> I gotta be up at two or three in the morning. Get out of here, man! So those are the sleep unders. Now, there's also parents that, like, we had that email last week. They call them mommy and me sleepovers. Get the hell out of here with this. <laughs> Which is the mom sleeps over alongside their kids to spend the night all together in a safe environment. I could see this with if the moms were friends. Like, if I had a kid and, like, my best friend, if she's like, you want to have mommy? Like, I'd be all over it, dude. Like, I'd be, this is going to be so much fun. The kids are going to go to sleep. We're going to drink wine all night. And that's what they said in the article. That's like, cool. uh... You know, I drink wine with the mom. Blah, blah. Okay. If the parents are if friends. If the parents are friends, fine. I was just Maybe trying, I'm just trying a... to get my wife to understand the mommy sleepover. Like, I'm having a great time with this. She, <laughs> not a fan. You don't even have kids. That's just yeah. an excuse to party. <laughs> no. Uh, while our kids had a glow stick dance party and watched Sing too, she enjoyed a glass of wine with her fellow mother. Love it. That's cute. How awkward if the moms don't know each other. I, I think this is just for moms that ha- they have to know it's each gotta other. Be. It's yeah, gotta be. It's gotta be, right? I can picture my wife agreeing to this. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> A professor of family psychology is concerned about what formative experiences kid, kids could miss out on when they're deprived of sleepovers. Sleepovers are a pretty normative part of U.S. kid culture. Uh, and the psychologist says that uh, parties like this give kids an opportunity for number one, real independence. And like Moon said, the opportunity for kids to be exposed to different lifestyles and customs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that. I remember, you know, the first time you go over to so-and-so's house and you're just like, oh, I wonder how this is going to be. And you can't, you're you going in blind. You're like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, you know, I, I never thought about it. What, what are this kid's parents like? What's his home life like? What do they like? eat? Right, and then you sit down at the table and you're like, oh, God, they're giving me something that I hate, and I'm going to have to chew it and, like, you know, smile like I mean it, and thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, I appreciate that. No, I'm just not hungry. I'm just not hungry, thank you. And now what do we do? Oh, we can go in the basement? Mm. Wait a second. We can be down in the basement the whole day and just party? You got all your toys down there? Oh, this yeah, is without great. Mom, We're spending you know, without without your place dad, all the time. Right. You yeah. know, hovering over? <clears throat> Man, it's a shame that the kids would lose that. I agree. I I mean, that was, I look back at my childhood, you know, early 90s, having slumber parties, either hosting them or going to them. And it's a, there was a whole event, you know, especially if you had like 10 girls at the slumber party and then like one of us would always be crying about something. But it's sad that that the anxiety of parents are are preventing kids from living. Yeah, those living were like, what their fullest life could be. And those were like the birthday party sleepovers. Right. You know what I mean? Like where there was like eight people. Yeah. And it was usually the birthday girl crying her eyes out because there was too much attention and she was overwhelmed and you don't ha- know how to deal with that emotion too. <laughs> like you're, it's building blocks of who you're going to be later in life, you know? Yeah, the boys didn't really have a lot of tears at birthday parties. It was... It Beat was, the hell out of each other or what nah, did you do? Man, it was, who knows? It was just party. Like, oh, that's cool. Let's... Uh, Somebody goes, let's go outside, and everybody just goes, yeah! And yeah, you just, <laughs> like a gang, you go outside. Yeah, you go outside, and then the somebody best, finds man. a football, and you just start throwing that, and then, then it's like, oh, guys, 
Let's go play hide and seek in the church parking lot. Yeah, at that okay, age, cool. what, like, <laughs> you're talking like 10, 11 years old, right? Yeah, man, 10, 11, you're, just, 12 yeah, years you're, old. Just, you're just like a swarm. You're just going from well, one thing like, to the next you, to the you next. You come home, you know, the next morning tired, or, you know, when you're picked up, you got, you know, get bruises all over you. That's like a sign of a good. Mm, yeah, that was great. Like you were bruised and bloodied. You learn about being left out. Kevin's got Nerf guns! <laughs> <laughs> Like, always one kid gets left out, and that's whenever they get upset. Like, it's a weird, like, human hierarchy. You start learning about how clicks happen, and, like, oh, yeah. they're talking smack, or, like, you know, the gossiping, or or you or you have the beautiful nights, too, like, where you have, like, a deep conversation, like, for the first time in your life with your best friends, yeah. like, because it's three in the morning, and you're up watching MTV, and, like, you start having, I don't know. But also to put that on your kid, like, I'm going to, every other kid's going to stay there. I'm going to come pick you up at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, sucks. Uh, that oh, sucks. Man. I do remember a disastrous one. I, I was invited to this kid. Uh, I mean, I had grown up with him, but like, we weren't, we weren't buds necessarily. And it was a, uh, it was a birthday party. And I guess he wanted like 10 or 12 folks there, you know? So I was kind of in the periphery and I was invited. And I remember going, and we, we were buds like in early years at his old house, but this was at his new house. His parents got divorced and it was like, they were competing, you know what I'm saying? So he like he had all the toys at this house. Oh yeah, right? it was like, yeah. and it, it kind of made for a different kid. It made for a different party too. And we were there, and I just remember thinking, five minutes in, like my mom's probably half a mile away on her way out, and all I thought was, damn it, I don't want to be here, and I got to commit another twelve hours to this. Wow. I don't want to be here. Right. And I remember. He had, like, these new buds from his new neighborhood, and they were, like, the cool kids, and we were the old idiots that played yeah. soccer together in kindergarten. So now we're, we're doing the thing, and there's, like, one or two of us that are definitely on the out, outside, right? And I remember he had an unfinished basement, but it was filled with crap, just, like, toys. All, all the all the divorce, like, you know, the competition, yeah. dad and mom. What cool toys did he have? Uh, I, I remember he had two Power Wheels, and all I, oh. Power Wheels was, like, you were the rich kid. And this kid was... Obviously, the rich kid twice now. And he had a tiny house before, and now he's got two power wheels in the basement. Mm. But it's an unfinished basement, so concrete floor, right? And everybody's, they had, like, this setup where, like, there was, like, carpet strips and some other stuff. And all these kids were like, <coughs> I got here. And then one kid had an air mattress and all this other crap. And all I remember is, at the end, I was like, where am I going to go? And this kid was like, well, you can sleep in the power wheel. Now, to me, Ugh. I thought, well, I mean... Power wheels are freaking sweet. Yeah, this, right? this sleep is, <laughs> I know, but I was so mesmerized, you know, I was just so like overwhelmed by how cool the power wheel was. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll do that. And I remember trying to sleep in a power wheel oh, <laughs> as like an eight year old kid or nine year old kid. I'm like, oh, I'm man. like, listen, and I just remember going, this is the nightmare I thought it would be. This is the worst. Like, <laughs> no. it was cold down there. And I remember trying to lean the thing up against it. was like one of those, uh, like a, like a concrete pole, you know, yeah. like one, one of the support beams, and I'm trying to lean against uh, that. I was uh, like, this whole thing sucks. Get me out of here. I remember I had a buddy that had, uh, man, he had cool toys. I remember he had the, where, where did Skeletor live? Was it uh, Castle Skull? Snake yeah. Mountain, Snake dog. Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, he meant He had Snake Mountain, and it had a microphone. Yeah. Oh, oh. With, the, um, with the spring in it, so yeah. it, made your, it made your voice sound like it echoed. Pretty cool. He also had a giant... A uh, C-3PO head where you opened it up and it had all the little slots for the Star Wars figures. Dang. thing was full. I believe he also had the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. His parents actually loved him. <laughs> I wish my parents would have got me. No, I thing. also think it was a kid of divorce. But Oh. <laughs> I just remember this one chick had a really cool loft bedroom, and it was up Whoa, top. Oh, neat. And it was, you had to get, climb a ladder to get up there. She had just the coolest house. 
And I went over there. She had bunk beds and bean bags and stuff. And yeah, but they never mm. appreciated it. No, Am I right? You get over there and you go, you know how cool this is? And they're like, ah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. He was like, what? you can leave. I'll sit here and play with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you. But listen, parents, you're you're just because you're anxious all the time. You're you're killing your children. <laughs> you're killing your children. Stop watching the news and stop doom, doom scrolling yeah, on social media. That. That's it. <laughs> you're raising cultureless dorks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop doom scrolling. I think that's really what it comes down Good to. Good luck with yeah. that. Good luck with that. Stop. Oh, you want to hear about anxiety? Mm-hmm. Please. Here's some anxiety. Uh, if you're stuck in traffic right now, uh, consider yourself lucky. A skier in Lake Tahoe was uh, taking the lift back down the mountain last Thursday when it stopped, and she ended up stranded in midair overnight. They <laughs> forgot about her. Employees just didn't realize she was up there, apparently. Oh, my goodness. So the name is uh, Monica Lasso. She's from Chile. She didn't have her phone on her, so nobody could hear her yelling for help. Um, she was stuck for 15 hours oh. in freezing cold weather. Oh, my goodness. So, luckily, I, I, have you been, like, skiing at, like, a nice, nice place before? Yeah, I went to Vail a couple years ago. So, this was a closed gondola, like a closed air gondola. Oh, nice. Okay. So, it wasn't like a ski lift where your feet are dangling yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. She's not sitting on a bench. So, it was a, in a closed gondola. Um, so, at least she had that going for her. Uh, there was also a survival kit inside it. But she didn't. She didn't find it. What? I would have searched every inch of that thing over Dude, the course because yeah, you know you own hours. the place now. She never ended up getting rescued. Her friends reported her missing. Employees only found out she'd been up there when they got to work the next day. Turned the left back on, and it dumped her out of the bottom. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's anxiety. What would you do? Would Hello? you stay up there all night? I mean, how far is the drop? I mean, oh, it's high. High. You're dead if you fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like five or six stories, right? Yeah, you, that stay, looks like you stay up there. You stay up there. You have no choice. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, you're on a mountain in. <laughs> yeah. in the pitch dark. Yeah, and if you're, opening, if you're opening the door to, you know, put your lips out and go, help, then Where's you're like the cold in. Nevada. Right, Nevada? Like wow. Tahoe. Can you imagine being the employee, though, that turns the lift on, is having a good morning, all of a sudden someone walks out of the lift? Got you. Like, what the? <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got your cup of coffee, you turn on the lift for the morning. Perfect day. <laughs> yeah. Look at that, boys. 887 days without incident. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's a lady sleeping in here. Also, that's kind of a hard story to tell for sympathy. Just because of the word gondola. It sounds so... You know, I was once trapped in a gondola overnight. Oh, well, tell us about it, Sharon, please. I was stuck on a gondola in the mountains oh, in the Sierra Nevada. Please, Sharon, tell us about your harrowing journey in the gondola. <laughs> oh, with the, with the view like, of Lake Tahoe. You know, the canals in Venice? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. No, she said she screamed for help for so long she lost her voice. Uh, firefighters wound up checking her out. She, she decided not to go to the hospital. Um... No word on if she plans to sue. I would imagine that's probably it. She's probably lawyering up now. So yeah, she might own that place. Yeah, it's not going to be Epic Pass anymore. It's going to be the Samantha Pass mm-hmm. or whatever her name was. Her name is uh, Monica. Yeah, Monica. The Monica Pass. Uh, I don't know if anybody's been fired. <laughs> the resort said they're investigating what happened. But yikes. Hello? <laughs> as the lights Hep. are being, as, as all the lights are being shut down. 
Wow. Hey. Well, also the fact that there was a survival. Well, you know, she's bundled up, too. I mean, she's got a big coat on. You know, she's going skiing. Still, though, that sucks. Yeah, that's, Listen, a, that's a nightmare. We've heard stories of people being trapped in New York City uh, elevators over the weekend. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? Over the weekend. I was on Look those stories floor. up. <sighs> no thanks. Like you're in a high rise, midtown Manhattan. It's uh, you know normally uh, you know the hustle, hustle and bustle of the work week. People go home on the weekend. You're stuck in the elevator. Nobody's there to get you. That sucks. <laughs> Man. Yep. Scream all you want. Ain't nobody hearing you. Um, you've heard of, uh, of people stealing dogs, like the whole French bulldog. Mm-hmm. Stealing things yeah. is a pretty big epidemic. Yep. Yeah, Lady Gaga's dogs. Lady Gaga's oh, dogs yeah. got stolen. And the, and the dog walker shot. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a story out of L.A. that's wild. So a woman is on video clinging to the hood of a speeding car in downtown L.A. after thieves inside the car stole her French bulldog. I understand this woman. Would, hey, if somebody stole... The cats? One of your cats. Yeah. Would you T.J. Hooker style it and hang on to the front of the hood? I would. As the car is racing down yep. Manchester. Yep. I know she, this. She'd do it like T-1000, man. Yeah. Oh, that's on the back. <laughs> and yeah. I would actually punch through the hood. Punch yeah, through. exactly. And I would strangle the hell out of the driver. <laughs> yes, that's what can be expected. Ray, if somebody steals Bocephus from you, they'll rue the day. <laughs> I'll do the Spider Man stopping the train, Toby Maguire style. I'll bury my feet in the concrete on the front of the grill of their car and pick it up. You're, you're getting that dog. No matter what. Yeah, you can't mess with my dogs, man. Yeah, they couldn't mess with this woman's dog either. I'd get on the hood. So she's in downtown LA. Uh, downtown LA. Uh, her name is Allie. Okay, she was enjoying lunch with her dog, Onyx, at a Whole Foods around 2.30 in the afternoon. It's a couple Thursdays ago. A stranger starts calling for the dog. So she got the dog inside the Whole Foods, which, okay, that's weird in itself, but. It's LA. A dog in, a, in the grocery store. Okay. So a stranger starts calling the dog. The dog was sitting at her feet underneath the table. The woman then grabbed the dog's leash and starts walking away with the dog. Uh, Allie, the, the dog owner, says she initially thought it was a simple mistake. She says, I don't she said, I didn't think that somebody was stealing my dog. I thought it was a misunderstanding. So she said, um, that's my dog. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's my dog. And the woman walking the dog away was not listening. She runs into a getaway car that was waiting nearby. The dog owner tries to get inside, but said the, the car was packed with four other people. They pushed her out, locked the doors, and she, she panicked. She got in front of the car while screaming for help. Nobody came. <sighs> Next thing she knew, the car is driving into her. She falls onto the hood. Whew, car takes off. The suspect drove blocks with oh her clinging gosh. to the hood. Until they took a sharp turn, she slid off. No. And rolled, right? She reported the incident to the LAPD, uh, who have canvassed the area for surveillance footage of the robbery. Uh, Onyx, which is a black merled French bulldog with a spotted coat and different colored eyes, remains missing. There is a significant award for the dog's return. Would you do that for radio? Yeah, I'm sure I would do it irrational. 
all, all of my decisions in that moment would be irrationally dangerous, I'm sure. Would you save your dog from the jaws of a crocodile? Yes. Oh, yeah. Would you jump in there yeah. and, start, and start wrestling? Oh, yeah. You want to see a death roll? Oof. Bring it on. That's an easy way. Ray, for you jumping in the Florida swamps, rescuing Bocephus from a, from a, from a... Well, he is 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a good run, right? That's a pretty good run. That's a good run. That's what, one a way, thing. what a way to go, too, you know? That's one thing I don't have to worry about with radio. She's not a fan of the water, so she ain't going. So yeah, anyway. well, okay. Yeah, a hell of a way to go at sixteen or seventeen years old. You've outkicked your coverage already by like five years. Want to lay there and die some rickety old dog death? <laughs> <clears throat> Feed the croc. Just be like, ah, he took on a Bocephus took a croc on on his way out. He took the Steve Irwin route. Mm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good story. Plus, I think most Sivas wouldn't want to put you in harm's way. I would like to think. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Get behind me, Dad. Mm. I got this. He died doing what he loved. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Now, Learn, you were you even thinking, like, I don't know how serious you were. About what? About, about being on maybe, the hood of the car? No, maybe showing up on Friday or Saturday with a new dog, with a new puppy. Oh, yeah, dude. I saw, I saw somebody share one of these. You know, I follow all these shelters around town, and... I love it, and I love supporting them in different ways. And yeah, there was a beagle situation. I love. I used to have a puggle, pug and a beagle mix named James Hetfield, and he was the best. And so I, I have like a soft spot in my heart for pugs and beagles, mm. and when they are blended. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about getting a new dog, consider doing some research on the breed beforehand. Uh, a vet listed the five neediest dog breeds out, uh, out there to have. Now, of course, you know, all pets retire, you know, require attention and lots of love, but these five come with a few more, like, vet visits and insurance claims and medical predispositions. Sure. And number one on that list is the French Bulldog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You got to have a budget for that. They tend to have neck, knee, and back problems, heart issues. Uh, since they have a flat snout, they usually have breathing problems. They also require special grooming products or food to keep their skin in good condition. For sure. We were hanging with friends yesterday that have English Bulldogs. And I said, and, and they went through the list of $4,000 of expenses uh, in the first couple months of one of their life. And I, I looked at Mal and I go, uh, and this is why we'll never have an English Bulldog. And then they said, and we'll never have an English Bulldog again either. Because they love, they love their dogs. They, yeah, they really do love them, but they're like, them. they are just so, they're not meant to be here. <laughs> The 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 uh, health and, issues are just wild. On those things are they're just not meant to be here. Like oh, you know, man. and I'm not saying get rid of. Oh, any listen, of they're sweet dogs. But yeah, I, they're they're wonderful animals, but like they're half of them are in hell. Yeah, my neighbors across the street have two of them, and one's had no surgery, all sorts of health issues. Yeah, yeah, nice. dude, they're they're living tough lives sometimes. Uh, number two, the neediest dog breed, the Chihuahua, sassy and confident, but they're also prone to heart and eye disease. Oh. I had a runt. Of a Chihuahua, a long-haired Chihuahua that was incredible, incredible dog. Once he, once his health issues were taken care of, he had asthma. So like you, you know, man, like, you have a Chihuahua with asthma. Yeah, dude. So a, a lot of times, like, uh, and he was in a smoker's house for like the first like seven years of his life. But but he he quit smoking. But you, well, I mean, you you see all these Chihuahuas that are like really yippy and annoying, or whatever. <laughs> Guess what? One with asthma sounds like it's just like. Like wheezing. Yeah, no, no. Like he was silent in his, in his breathing after after he got some help. But like he's not gonna bark. Dude's barely got any lung yeah. power for it. But he was the best man. 
Uh, number three, as far as neediest dog breeds, uh, the Labrador Retriever. Oh, no way. Endless energy, get into things. They're also prone to issues with their paws and knee joints. And this is all from like a, a pretty reputable, reputable vet. I, I had labs growing up. That was the only kind of dog I had. And man, they, they lived, mine lived long. They had great lives. Like only one of them got cancer. And um, they lived a long time. Like that's surprising to see them at number three. Yeah. The Great Dane is number four. Oh, yeah. They require a lot of food and are prone to cancers and heart disease. If they, you're uh, lucky, you get them to seven. They also need their nails trimmed regularly. Mm. And then number five was the dachshund. Yeah. Their little legs. Yeah, they got the back issues. And- Some have a Napoleon complex, meaning they're aggressive to compensate for their small size. Dude, yeah. my, my buddy's got Newfies, you know, Newfoundlands. Giants. Giants. And every time I see him, I'm just like, what's the food bill on that, man? Yeah. What's the food bill? Right. It's got to be so much money. We have a dog on our block. Uh, what's the one that would, uh, in the cartoons, would have like the barrel? St. Bernard? St. Yeah, Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. This thing is tr- huge. Monster, dude. Mon- yeah. Like, the, and, she, and the owner's a small woman, and it's funny to see the small <laughs> woman walk a dog that's bigger right. than her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got a, like a big dog neighborhood, because there's two St. Bernards. Uh, what, are the, what are the white ones that look like giant St. Bernards? Great Pyrenees. The, yeah, there's a couple Great Pyrenees. Uh, there's Jeff's Newfies. Like, we got giant dogs parading around our neighborhood, dude. I mean, they're huge. Jeff talks about how uh, it's like, you know, once a week or something, they have to clean the ceilings because the slobber's on the ceilings. Because, yeah. you know, they blah, 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 like that, and they're just, oh, I dude. just ma- imagine big duties. Slobber's on Especially for that St. Bernardo. <laughs> the little town I grew up in, there was a couple who had a, they had like an eight-foot fence in their yard, and they had two big St. Bernards, and they would breed them. They weren't like breeders, but they would just like have puppies once a year. Aww. Those things are like, when you're a little kid, you're like, holy smokes. Like, well, they would get their paws up on top of that eight-foot fence. They oh, were yeah. friendly. They weren't mean dogs. Thank did, God. Did you and your friends play baseball on the other side of that fence? No, but it felt, it felt that way. Very, very sandlotty. <laughs> oh, that's funny because we, we, we grew up, my, my next-door neighbor, the dogs that I grew up with were all huge um, Rottweilers. Like big old beefy Rottweilers, like straight out of the movies, like junkyard dog Rottweilers, right. and and a white German Shepherd. And uh, anytime we played kickball or anything, and the ball went over the fence, none of my friends they're like, "Oh yeah, right, you get yeah. the ball." And I was like, "I was nope. like, go get it the ball. The you hit it. Line. That's the rule." Well, with with the dachshund, um, they require a lot of exercise, and um, because you need to have them not be overweight. Mm-hmm. They're prone to intra. Intervertebral disc disease, too. Yeah, man. But you know what? With the perfect attention and all that, I mean, my girlfriend, her dachshund is 16. Oh, my goodness. And he's doing great. So you just got to take care of him and spend all your money on them. His back's in the shape of a smile. Yes, spend all your money. (laughs) They do get, I had a friend just had to get rid of theirs. They had a baby. And sometimes dachshunds are so aggressive, like, for a little dog. Like, uh, they'd had a pet chicken and the dachshund killed the chicken in the yard. Wow. A couple Damn. of years back, they just got out and just murdered this chicken because they're very territorial. And uh, A German dog taking over other areas? They had a baby, and they he's like, man, the way she arched her back and looked at the baby was the same way she did the chicken. And he was like, I gave, no, her, gave, her, a, gave her a week to like get used to, and she was still like, through the pet gate was like looking at her like she was prey and he's and he said there's like a lady outside of town here that's got like 40 dachshunds on a farm that are because they 
that happens a lot, I guess. People get them, have kids, and they're not good with kids. Yeah, they say they got Napoleon complexes. <laughs> they're like, you know, small dogs, but like aggressive. Yeah. You know what they were bred for? Being Ottomans? They were now they were bred to chase down uh, badgers to like go into awesome. burrows. Yeah, like think going look at those the, trees. And, yeah, look at the way they're designed. Yeah, they were bred to go into tunnels, into burrows, and and get badgers. So they're they're fighters, man. All right, wow. so we all got dogs here. Well, you don't got a dog. You I might have, have a dog I mean, this week. Dogs, you don't but, know. It might happen. Uh, what's a good? All right, think about this. I want to see if we all got on the same page on this one. What's a good name for a male golden retriever? Gary. Max. Gary? Max. Max, okay. Airbud. Two. Dang, that's good. Airbud. Yeah, I think you go classic two. You could do Fido. Fido? Guys, it's Marley Duh. No, I think it's Cooper. That's a good one. Oh, Cooper. Isn't yeah. Cooper that like wins. a good like Coop, Cooper. golden retriever like guy golden retriever dog. Yeah. Cooper? No? Hey Cooper. That's a good boy right there. Where you, where I don't you? know. I, I guess if you live in West County, Cooper is a good name. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, I was, oh dang, she's right. Got good boy, Cooper. Burn. Good boy, Cooper. Oh. Now run around the, the oh. fence Chesterfield yard. That's just I'm not saying that I would ever name a dog Cooper. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> no. Oh. <sighs> yeah, he's, no, tra- I, he's I, trying to walk it back right now. No, yeah. I'm not saying if I see if I see a golden retriever that's a male, I'm going to go, that pro- that dog's probably named you Cooper. You know, that's the, the Thatcher of the retriever world, Cooper. Mm. Tell you what. Dude, you're trying to walk it back right no, now. No, that's that not You true. were all about Cooper that's when right. you, that came out. No. Your whole demeanor okay. was. Oh, no, I wrote it down. I wanted to see if anybody else would have guessed Cooper. I guess right. I'm the only one. Let's keep going. You got other ones? No, I do have the top female dog names in the U.S. and the top male dog names. Luna for both. Bella. Luna is a top female dog name. Yes, that is. Luna is number one. This is from a million different dog owners. Okay. Bella is number two. Bella is number two. All yep. Right. Maggie. Nope. No. Um, Karen. No. I'm gonna say. Can you get me at least one or one or two on the on the male dog list? Max. Max is number two. Cooper, by the way, is number five. Oh. Rex. No. Uh, number one is Bear. Oh yeah, uh, I oh, love yeah. Bear. That's, kind of the... that's what I call Clover. Number three is Duke. That's Duke, a good one. right on. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I think that's a that's a good Duke. Yeah, great dog. No, Duke. Name. Good dog name. Number four, Shadow. Oh yeah, I had no, a Shadow in duh. my life. Mm. Straight out of Homeward Bound. Yep. Oreos number six. I don't like that one. Uh, Buddy number seven. Chance. Chance. No. Don't you start bringing up Homeward Bound? I'll uh, cry right now. Moose. He said number, Shadow first. Moose is number eight. Moose. That's cute. I had a friend who had a dog named Moose. There's a cat that lives on the street over named Moose, and I thought that was adorable. Blue's number nine, and Charlie's number ten. Moose is a Charlie. good cat name. That's Where's funny. Candy Buttons That's funny. on the list? Didn't make it, Scott. Hmm. Uh, as far as female dogs, uh, one was Luna, two was Bella, three was Coco. Coco. Lucy. Oh, yeah, Lucy. Nobody said Sadie. Sadie's a, that's, Sadie's a good one. Hmm. I, I don't love it, but... That's the Cooper of the Sadie. girl names. Yeah. I had a Cassie. She was a good dog. Dude, the uh, uh, didn't make it. The uh, what, what, the Doberman, the Doberman in the neighborhood that all the kids were afraid of was named BB. Growing up, BB, yeah, man, and it was like a if you if you were causing trouble in the neighborhood, the threat from any of the the rest of the kids were like, hey, man, I'm gonna throw you over that fence into BB's yard because that was like, a, oh, Ooh, I don't want to, do do, I don't want to die. Speaking of BB, number six as far as female dog names, Daisy. Yep. Uh, is Lovey on there? No. Bailey's number seven, Stella's number eight, Molly's number nine, and Lola's number ten. Wow, Lola. Molly's still holding yeah. up. Uh, L's. 
Lola's Luna, holding Lola, Lucy, Luna. A lot of L's. Yeah. What is the number one Marvel comic-inspired name for a dog? I have that answer, too. Thor. No. Gendosh. The number one Marvel comic-inspired name for a dog. Marvel comic-inspired. Let's think about this. Uh, We've got the... Spider-Man. <laughs> no, no. Um, Get over here. Spider-Man. Uh, let's see. Captain De Deadpool. America. Deadpool. No. Hulk. No. Ooh, good Hulk one. was a good guess. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's Loki. Loki. Uh, yeah, yeah. We would have got, got there. Loki the puppy. Another uh, L. The cartoon, the top cartoon dog name that somebody would name their dog. Scooby. Clifford. Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scoobs. How would you name your dog Scooby-Doo? Clifford's yeah. actually cool. Maybe there's Cliff. people don't name their dogs Cliff. Cliff is a cool name. Yeah. Cliff, Stunt dog. Cliff is the name of one of the newfies that I was talking about. Cliff. <laughs> Imagine a big, giant, I mean a... 175-pound bundle of hair named Cliff. Named Cliff. <laughs> I met a kid yesterday. Our friend Dean came over to the bar, and his son's name is Clive. And I thought that was such a cool name. For, and he's cool three name. years old, dude. Oh, Clive, and he yeah. had such a sense of personality. I'm like, you're going to be Clive. cool as hell yeah. one day. Dude, he was trying to... He was putting the moves on Laren at the bar. It was Clive. kid was Clive trying. Was, Tina dude. was blocking hard. <laughs> he's like... Like grabbing, Clive, he's like grabbing Learn's face and being like, "I'm going to build a rainbow house and we're going to live in it." And and Tina's like, like right. "Can I come over to your rainbow house?" And he's like, <laughs> "He's looking at her like, get the hell out of here, lady! I'm, I'm, I got a thing I'm working on here." <laughs> She's coming in like she just took a drag off of Virginia Slim. All right, what's the uh, the number one Star Wars dog name? Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Kylo. Chewie. Prince. Chewie. Yes. Chewie. You want me to do the That's sound effect again? We gotta put better. If Chewie sounds like that, we gotta put him down. Yeah. That's what the, a baby Chewie sounds like when it's just born. Right. If Chewie sounds like that, Chewie needs to go to the yeah, they, 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 home. they just clear the airway of Chewie's son. <laughs> like this is really what Chewie sounds like. Yeah. Nothing like what you hit it. No. Like, nothing. Try close. it again. You nothing like what again. came out of that. that, that yeah, that growl you have is really yeah. You sound like Bobcat Goldthwait. I can't playing shit. <laughs> nice bike, Han Solo. Where you keep the batteries? <laughs> yeah, where's Chewie? We had to take him to the farm. Yeah, Chewie got He's... hit. That was Chewie being eaten by an alligator. He had babies. Or something. Uh, no, no. <laughs> All right. All right, that's uh, brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis's home for blues hockey from Sullivan, Missouri. Chris Fisher is here. Uh, Chris has been a listener since the beginning and starts off every morning with our show. He loves how the show has renewed over the years and always uh, looks forward to what topics, what hot topics. <laughs> I added the hot part. Hot what, topics. What hot topics uh, will be addressed every day? He loves my narcissistic sense of humor. What? <laughs> Moon's attitude, learns contagious and authentic laugh, Rafe's relatability, and King Scott. Nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. He loves your jokes, he says. Oh, okay, good. Already won. That too. That's even better. Uh, Chris's favorite segment is Password, and he's called in several times to play alongside the guys. Uh, Chris Fisher from Sullivan is our team. Remember the day. 
Get super sweet teamers. Remember the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash teamers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vents and Deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Cold Chesterfield Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the register this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hi, this is Al Pacino, and you're listening to a man who's got the softest balls I've ever seen. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, buddy. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz the socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Sex time fun facts coming up. Sex toy of the week. Uh, you picked out something very unique uh, this week, uh, Rafe. Kind of a tie-in with a point artist. Ooh. As far as sex toy of the week goes. I did. Yeah, I got us a little. It's a little. It's a little different this week. Yeah, it is. But but still on brand. <laughs> Definitely, especially for this radio station. Uh, also, uh, we'll play three and five giveaways, some fabulous prizes, including. Tickets for WWE Monday Night Raw. Boy, what a what a week for for giveaways, huh, Moon? Yeah, it's a big one. WWE not, uh, Monday Night Raw tickets. We have tickets to go see the Chili Peppers. We have tickets to go see 
Did they announce the show? I don't think so. Am I supposed to be saying that? I wouldn't say that yet. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, the... The last one. This one. Yeah, we've announced that. You sure? We have? Wait, yeah, because we said we were all going. No, I don't know if we've announced that yet. I know we do have a concert announcement to make it 9 o'clock We today. do. Let me... <laughs> No, I promise that that Wait, is announced. I've already RSP, RSVP'd on Facebook. Are you sure? Going. Yeah, man. Um, hang on, hang on. What's what's the date on that? It doesn't say no, that there is... Don't say the date, am I? No, we did announce this because we were all like, what? No, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm I either having a fever dream or... We announced Neil Diamond, dude. We did it. Uh, we got our tickets. Okay, it's on the website. Go for it. Okay, yeah. Limp Bizkit. I, I wasn't sure if we announced that show. There's really? so many good shows coming to town that it's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah. And this concert announcement at 9 o'clock is there's a ban on this bill... I've been wanting to see for a while, and I'm so freaking jacked they're coming I've account. seen every band on this bill except for one of these people coming up on that, the announcement we're going to make at 9 o'clock today. I've seen everybody but the band I'm talking about. Oh, it's, gonna, it's so this good. Is a, I'm actually excited for this one, too. All right, so we got Limp Bizkit tickets. They'll be at the uh, Amphitheater on July 18th. And we have tickets for the Mother of All shows, which, by the way, now sold out. Oh. Congratulations. Riz Show Live, yeah. yes. Yes. A complete and utter sellout. Yes. Thank you guys for buying tickets. Wow. And it was, yeah, the show really went an official sellout Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released 20 more tickets randomly after the, they sold out. Because I was texting with our marketing guy, Matthew. And I'm like, hey, is this sold out? Because I wanted to share on yeah. social. And he's like, wait, there's going to be another little surge of tickets that are going to come out. And there was actually a listener who had emailed me and was like, oh my God, it's already sold out. I'm so bummed. And I immediately like hit him up. I'm like, go. And he got tickets. Yeah. Oh, nice. So. Well, because I was looking at Friday night because I was trying to monitor all day. Uh, and 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 the pageant, I mean, it's the biggest venue we've had for for Ratio Live. So, you know, listen, I'm kind of nervous. Um, And there was like six handicap seats, like individual handicap seats left on Friday mm-hmm. night. And uh, by Saturday morning, went clean. Good. So thank you guys very much. It's, now, now it's on us, guys. Now it's on us to, to entertain. Mm. We got the audience. Now it's on us. It's going to be good Pressure's night. on, guys. Pressure's on. March 2nd, the pageant, Risha Live, presented by Yingling. Sold out. We will have your tickets to give away uh, this week. Uh, we'll give away some tickets uh, today with 3 and 5. That's the big one, guys. We did it. Sold it out. Again, now it's on us to to perform and entertain. People spend their hard-earned money getting babysitters. Yeah, there's an obligation we have. Yeah. And these were like $600 tickets, 600 right? bucks a piece. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so this is Crazy. Cool. All right, today is uh, January the 29th. Back in the day, 88 years ago, 1936, the first five players were elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. In order of the number of votes they received, they were Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Honus Wagner, Christy Mathewson, and Walter Johnson. Uh, 45 years ago, 1979, a San Diego teenager shot and killed two people and wounded nine kids at the elementary school across the street from her house. When asked why she did it, she says, I don't like Mondays. Mm. And that tragedy is what inspired the Boomtown Rats song, I Don't Like Mondays. Uh, 20 years ago, 1996, Garth Brooks was a triple winner at the 23rd Annual American Music Awards, which was hosted by Jeff uh, Jeff Foxworthy and Sinbad. Now, the story there is, but when he was named Favorite Artist of the Year, Garth Brooks politely left the trophy on the podium, saying the other nominees deserve the award more. 
I think he really meant and uh, came out later that Hootie and the Blowfish should have won. And Garth thought that. Wow. And he left it, left the award on the podium. Uh, 24 years ago in the year 2000, Dr. Dre puts out Forget About Dre featuring Eminem. 15 years ago, 2009, Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich impeached, removed from office for corruption. Sweet hair on that guy. Oh, yeah. Like an angel kiss his head. <laughs> he had Lego hair. He did have Lego man hair. Blago. I think it was our fourth uh, Illinois governor to do some jail time in a very short span. I thought it was a row. <laughs> was yeah, a there was the, the, the other guy before was Ryan. Ryan. There was a guy before him. <laughs> Maybe the guy before him. We'll yeah. assume. I think there was four Illinois governors. Maybe in a row. Yikes. That did some jail time. <laughs> well, he solicited bribes for uh, political appointments, including Barack Obama's vacant U.S. Senate seat after he was elected president in 08. Uh, nine years ago, 2015, Suge Knight arrested for murder after a hit and run where he killed a guy with his truck. He pled no contest manslaughter, got 28 years in prison for it. And five years ago today in 2019, the Jussie Slima, uh, Smollett incident where he alleged that he was the victim of a hate crime after being attacked by men wearing MAGA hats in Chicago. Uh, jury recently determined that, yep, he lied. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find... Yes? It's four out of the last ten. Four out of the last ten. Lago, George Ryan, uh, Daniel Walker in, 70, in 87, and Otto Kerner in the 70s. Did you so. see they had two that were acquitted in trial? Oh, and two were acquitted in trial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good run, man. It's a good Shout run. Shout out to Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six out of ten prosecuted, four convicted. I like it. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Sleep Token will be here at the factory on May 10th, and it went on sale last week, uh, Friday. And it sold out immediately. However, if you didn't get the pre-sale code last week, that's because promoter AEG sent it out a day late. Whoops. They have now apologized to the fan uh -oh. After sending the pre-sale code for the band's upcoming tour a day late, uh, fans were told they could go to teethofgod.com on Wednesday morning for the code, but it was not it was. there. So, so they said, hey, Sleep Token fans, don't worry, we'll send you the code right. before tickets go on sale. And they sent the code after. They did. AEG wrote to Sleep Token fans, while our intentions were good, to put it simply, we failed. Our emails and sale codes were sent out on time, yet delivered to you late. And while there are many reasons for that, there's no excuse. We let Sleep Token and you down. Since discovering the <laughs> malfunctions, we have now worked to provide codes to every fan that has contacted us. Uh, more importantly, you know, we let you down, and more importantly, we let Sleep Token down. They're very disappointed. And, uh, they're very disappointed. <laughs> uh, Wait till your father gets home. Uh, so Sleep Token, they're playing kind of medium-sized venues. They're not playing arenas. Yeah, not yet. They could. They could play arenas. Yeah, so, because this tour sold out. Immediately. Immediately. I don't really know factory. much about these guys. They wear masks? They do wear masks. Yes. It's like the weekend, but metal. That's how I've always... when I The listen, metal weekend. The metal weekend. I know we play them here on The Point, another quite popular. It's kind of sexy metal. Sexy metal. Mm -hmm. That's the best kind of metal. Oh, yeah. Green Day Saviors uh, will debut at number four on the Billboard 200 this week. Billboard notes that it comes two weeks shy of the 30th anniversary of Dookie, becoming the band's first album chart entry. Last week, Saviors debuted at number one on the UK album chart, their fifth chart topper there. So congrats to Green Day. The Sleep Token stuff, man, is like uh, it's a demon singing about love. Yeah. And you're horny while listening to a it. A demon singing about love. Yeah. 
basically. Okay. Huh. Hey, hey. Would I like it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you, right, you yeah. like some of the some of the grooves, some of the riffs, and then you go. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay. yeah. I like it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I do too. I, I, that, the, that one record is. Where are they playing here? The Factory. Factory. Amazing. Okay. U2 is going to perform at the Grammys uh, from Las Vegas from the Sphere, which is pretty cool, making it the first performance broadcast from that one of a kind venue. We don't know if it's going to be live or pre recorded since they will be off that night in their residency. The Grammys will be held February 4th and air live on CBS. And I didn't know this, Mooney probably did. U2 has won 22 Grammys more than any other group. Isn't that incredible? You too. You too. Deserved. Not bad. Not bad. And what is it like? Led Zeppelin has won none. Had Probably. won none. Wild. I've been to multiple U2 right? shows with people that don't know anything about U2 or don't care about U2. And they always leave going, holy cow, that band is amazing. They are amazing. And that is uh, that's a testament to not, not just the songs and the hits and the singles that people recognize, but like it's just a great... Multimedia band. It's it's just a wonderful performance. All right, musicians who have never won a Grammy. Tupac, Damon Lovato, Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus, Jennifer Lopez, ABBA, never won a Grammy. What? what? Katy Perry, yeah. Blake Shelton. I haven't won a Grammy. Selena Gomez, Machine Gun. You haven't won a Machine Grammy. Machine Gun Kelly. None of this is surprising. Bjork. Give me like a classic. Nicki wow. Minaj, Snoop, Snoop Dogg. That's surprising. Tupac and Snoop are surprising. Jimi Hendrix. That's surprising. Diana Ross. We didn't have time. Robert Marley, otherwise known as Bob Marley. Mm. Queen. His, his kids have won, I think, though. Queen. Never won a Grammy. Interesting. Backstreet Boys. All travesty. Guys, we're going to be talking about some sex toys here in a little bit. Yes. Um, but... Let me just tell you this. AMC Theaters created a special popcorn bucket to celebrate the upcoming release of Dune 2. And this thing looks like With a really scary flashlight. No, it's not about a hole in the bottom. <laughs> it's about the top. All right. The bucket has a plastic cover that's supposed to look like the mouth of a sandworm, which is the creature from the movie's Dune. Um, and one, Can you pull me up a picture of this? One AMC employee tweeted out, quote, another day working at the multiplex. Everyone keeps asking me if they can have sex with the Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Buddy, this is an AMC. Of course you can have sex with that popcorn bucket, end quote. So this is the AMC Dune popcorn bucket. This thing is going to get you come in handy. Oh, yeah. Load it up on extra butter. Can you, can you find a bone? I'm finding it. So you said it looks like what? It looks like a sandworm. Well, it's supposed to look like a sandworm, but it looks more uh, like uh, a... Uh, it's supposed to look like a Shai Halud. Oh, it looks like uh, a fleshlight. Yep. So if you want to have sex with your... With your popcorn bucket. Go there right ahead. Um, huh. Sandworm is from Beetlejuice. Shai Halud is from Dune. Oh, Who? Pardon me. Yeah, well, you your language. I don't have the jargon. Come on, it's man. It's like the ball washer. What did you, did you uh, never read course. any of it, or did you never see the original with Sting? I, uh, I don't think I did. Uh, the original is awesome. You know, that looks like a paw washer. You put your dog's paw in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we have one of those. Uh, or <laughs> or the opening of a flashlight. Lots of paws are getting good. washed at AMC theaters. With did you see the new one? No, I didn't. Dude, it's I think I would like it. Great. It's great. I loved it. Yeah. So Pete Davidson, we talked about this last year, is 
part of this biopic about the Ramones. And Johnny Ramones' estate has filed a suit now that could put Pete Davidson's biopic in jeopardy. Uh, Johnny Ramones' widow Linda claims that Joey Ramones' brother Mickey Lee covertly covertly, uh, developed an unapproved and unauthorized Ramones-based biopic based on his own one-sided recitation to the um, history of the Ramones, which is the source of the material for the Netflix film. I'm really bummed about this because I was looking forward to this and I don't want it to be held up, but I also don't want it to be one-sided, so I understand You also don't want it to be one of those movies where they're not allowed to use Ramones music. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be so bad if they can't. That sucks. So They might as well not make it. Joey Ramone's brother and then Johnny Ramone's widow, they are the people that are in control of the Ramones legacy, yeah. essentially. And so her attorney says that Miss Ramone objects to the defendant's attempt to create a Ramones film without her involvement, uh, not to be obstinate, but to rather, based on the defendant's disregard for Ramones assets and their conduct and treatment of Miss Ramone and her late husband. And she alleges that Mickey is essentially trying to force her out of all decisions related to her late husband's band. So we'll see how that goes. This is going to, I want to get your take on this. So Alyssa Milano's under fire. You you mean from who's the boss? Samantha? Samantha, yeah. Samantha? She started a GoFundMe to raise money for her trip or her son's baseball trip. Okay, so he's on a team and she says, my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. Now, people obviously upset because she's so wealthy, arguing why wouldn't she just provide for the team? So then she had to follow up and say, look, I'm getting media inquiries about whether I financially contributed to my son's baseball team. I've paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches, thrown birthday parties, and sponsor any kid who can't afford monthly Well, that's dues. not enough. The kids also do fundraising themselves, like car washes, movie nights, etc. She says, thanks everybody who contributed. They had a goal for the team for $10,000, and they're up to $11,000, so they made their goal. But how do you feel about this? You think that's okay for millionaires she's very, to do this? She's very vocal on social media about... Everything. social issues, so she kind of opens herself up to criticism. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with socialism. No, I know, but being I'm just saying she's already out there. Trolls are going to come for her. Trolls are going to come for her, exactly. <clears throat> but no, think about, not just her, millionaires, <clears throat> celebrities in general, yeah. they have they have kids in nice schools. They're maybe part of more wealthy kids on the teams that they're on. Maybe. Can a celebrity parent share out a GoFundMe and use their platform? I'm sure she's donated to her this happens, GoFundMe. you know, if there's a GoFundMe for somebody's medical you know, medical expenses. Right. And, you know, what was the last one? Like, I think it was, uh, was it Bill Burr donated a certain amount of money? Like, what is this whole thing? Yeah, dude. That's, yeah. You don't know anything about Bill was Burr or Kenny. his finances or what he's giving or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, Bill Burr posted Kenny DeForest, RIP, uh, GoFundMe, like, to help get the word out and all. It was just trolls, like... It's awful. Your bill, bro. Why don't you just pay his bills? And he's like, Jeez. or you think he really didn't <gasps> donate before? Right. I think he put like ten grand in. But even still, somebody would say ten grand's not enough. Well, I, I mean, yeah, but, that, but how many causes? Then where's the line on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if dude, someone's nobody putting, knows anything. If you're about using what your platform to. to like get the word out, and it's not like Alyssa Milano's kids are going to um, an inner city public school. I highly doubt right. they're going to Crenshaw. You know, I'm sure she lives in a nice neighborhood, and uh, there's other wealthy parents also, in the school. Like, yeah, they all could kick in, but at the same time, it's still a school. You we also live in tax. a weird time where people are, you know, grocery bills are high. Sure, uh, people are struggling to to you know pay bills. Right. Yeah, and yeah. they see a rich person asking for money. I get that. Yeah, but if the kids, what if the kids were also 
wanting to do something fun like that, and it was one of their ideas, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Well, it's also people assuming, I mean, this is a team thing. This is, there's how many kids on a baseball team? 15 kids? Yeah. And so she's trying to help the baseball team by using her social media platform to say, hey, donate to my kids, or don't. You don't have to. She's just saying, hey, I got a platform. Yeah. Right now, just, if anybody no, I, I understand. Putting it, it out there. It's un, it, listen, it's, it's silly that somebody would criticize her for it, but I understand that people don't want to see a rich person right now begging for money. Yeah, but, the, but there's yeah. also just like a thing where, well, I mean, you can do no right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. You when, can't. When, when, people, when people are like in a certain position, they just want to see everybody else burn. Right. It's like, oh. Misery loves company. Oh, yeah, like, oh, screw that person because they're doing better than me. That this, that whole general attitude, it's like, yeah. that's fine. You can that's always that. been a thing. Yeah, and, and, and that's why now I think. Now it's amplified with social media. But well, do you want Nepo babies or do you want to teach them that they have to raise money? Yeah. For things that they want. So well, it's the, like, which, pick your poison. Okay, but, yeah, but that's, the mom is, who's got a big platform is the one that's sure trying to raise money. Or she just gives them 10 grand and they learn nothing. Mm. Yeah, her husband's like a big, right? Yeah, he was like pretty a, wealthy as well. Pretty wealthy guy. Doesn't he, he like runs an agency or something. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon has resigned as TKO executive chairman and from his position on the board of directors after a former WWE employee accused him of sexual assault and sex trafficking. We talked about this at length last week. Um, several graphic texts between the two were shared online with McMahon asking for sexual acts. 24 hours after those accusations were made public, McMahon said, I stand by my prior statement that Miss Grant's lawsuit is replete with lies. Obscene, made-up instances that never occurred and is vindictive distortion of the truth. Uh, I intend to vigorously defend myself against these baseless accusations and look forward to clearing my name. However, out of respect for the WWE universe, the extraordinary TKO business and its board members and shareholders, partners and constituents, and all of the employees and superstars who helped make WWE into the global leader it is today. Well, I'll tell you what, some of these accusations are wild. I mean, didn't he, is one of the accusations he dooted on somebody's head? During a threesome? I'd believe it, I guess. Yeah. Hers, you yeah. Know. Dude, it on her head during a, during <sighs> a threesome. That's right. <clears throat> ah. Right. Get it? Get it? Kaka. Kaka. Yep. Which okay. is also a new move now in the WWE. Yep. Man. There's a lot The McMahon. The McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to do the top row, but he's going to do the McMahon. There it is. <laughs> I mean, he's on. He's got some serious charges. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. These aren't. Yeah, but are they criminal charges? Sex trafficking. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty it criminal. Yeah, pretty serious. It's pretty criminal, yeah. Because the girl alleges that, well, the thing I read, she alleged that not only did he, he built a contract for her that was based on, like, sexual, basically her being his sexual concubine and created a position, paid her $75,000 a year, but then, like, gave her to, to other wrestlers, like, was, like, Letting other people have sex with her and like coercing her into it and all kinds of crazy stuff, man. And she's got the receipts, so this is gonna. She does play have out. receipts from Brock Lesnar too. Yeah. Like this could be more than just McMahon before it's all done. <clears throat> and finally, MovieWeb.com put together a list of the best cartoon characters of all time. You could probably guess what is number one. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny's number two, actually. Mickey Mouse. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Mickey Mouse is number one. Uh, Homer Simpson should be number yeah. one. Homer should be. I understand why Mickey would be, you know, up there, but... Homer, Simpsons aren't even on this top 20. Oh, well, you can just what? toss that in the recycling bin. I mean, Fred Flintstone... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm a liar. They're number three. Oh, oh the entire Simpson family. I was looking for Homer. Okay, I mean, Fred Flintstone, I don't think you could deny that Mickey Mouse is the 
greatest yeah, yeah. cartoon That's character fine. I'll of take all that. time. Yeah, I'll, I, I shall accept. And Bugs, Bugs Bunny, yeah, is it acceptable number two? Here's it. For sure. Mm, it's not number yeah. one. Here's the problem I have with Mickey Mouse being one. I get global footprint huge. Name your favorite plot of a Mickey Mouse cartoon you watched. I can tell you like four Bugs Bunny cartoons that made me laugh when I was... I can tell you like the, the baseball one where he plays the Giants and... I don't feel like the Mickey Mouse cartoons were like memorable as much as the character is mm -hmm. iconic. Do you know what I mean? But maybe that's why it's the character. I agree. You know, I, I get why it's there. I'm just saying, yeah. like, the yeah, mouse being the, the symbol for the, Disney. Yeah, the yeah. fun house. I mean, all, all that stuff. Uh, Merchandising. I, I get it. Yeah. What else it. you got? Who's this top ten? Uh, are there any more? Like, is like Donald Duck? Oh, South Park. South Park is on there. Uh, they came in at number eleven. So Family Guy. Daffy. SpongeBob is number four. Oh, SpongeBob. Jetsons. Jetsons on the list. Daffy's no Billy number Bears. 14. Donald Duck, you said? Daffy Duck. Oh, did you say Donald? Yeah, what I about Donald? Donald. Mm. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. No. No. Hmm. Scooby Doo. Um, Scooby Doo is number eight. Who's left in the top ten? Uh, you got. I'm just. Pokemon. No, what numbers? What numbers? Let me just give you Pokemon because okay, nobody's Pokemon. Pokemon oh, is number dude. seven. Yeah. Uh, you got somebody from the Transformers. Oh, Optimus oh, Prime. Optimus Prime yes. is number ten. Gobots. Gobots. Um, Love me some you, got, you have two partnerships that are on this list, and then one, uh, one father figure. Cartoon. Why can't the, the science Joe. show um, where they're always in space and everything? Uh, Rick and Morty. No. Okay. Father figure. Yes. Uh, Family Guy. No. Peter Griffin. Think John Goodman. John Goodman cartoon? Yes. Well, not for the cartoon, Roseanne? but he played them. Played this person in real life. Fred Flintstone, number yeah. five. Oh, I you said Flintstone. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't hear you. Um, then the last, number six and number nine are partnerships. Partnerships. Yes. Um, partnerships. Uh, you, you already says, oh, uh, says SpongeBob. Oh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Ren, Ren and Stimpy, not top ten. Oh, Sylvester and Tweety. No, Pinky and the Brain. You're on to it. No, keep going. Not Rick and Morty. Not Rick and not Morty. Not uh, Beavis and Butthead. No. Oh. no. Ren and Stimpy and Beavis and Butthead. Not on the oh. list. Oh. Top ten. Ouch. Partnerships. Partnerships. So it's, it's something <laughs> and funny. something. Uh, and these are old school cartoons. Powerpuff Girls. Mm -mm. Old school. Let's think old school. Let's think e old school. Let's see here. Old school Old partnership. Oh, Batman and Robin. And they're different. They're no. They're Smurfs. different. They're not the same. They're different animals. Oh, Tom, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Number Jerry. six. Timon and Pumbaa. And then the last one is a person and an animal. Yogi Bear. Garfield. Nope. Mm -mm. You're onto it though. They're Alvin and the Chipmunks. Near. Ash. George. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. No. Uh, George. The Coyote George. And, the, and the Roadrunner. Uh. -uh. Oh, Coyote and Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a good one. It's not the man in the yellow hat. No. Curious George. Uh, Winnie Pooh and Christopher Robin. Oh, yeah. No, but you're close. Good Lord. We're close with that. Uh, Chippendale. Classic. Classic, no. Oh, she said it's a human and an animal. It's like a... I feel like we're... We've got to be in the ballpark. Did uh, Inspector Gadget have a dog? Yes. yes he did. He had, and the Batman had a cat. Um, this the, is a dog the Grinch and a boy. And Max. The dog uh, was a the... A dog and a boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Clifford. Dennis the Menace. No, you guys are totally Wait, wait, wait. Don't it. say it. A dog and a boy. Who? <laughs> Don't yell at um, me, man. Dog and a boy. Dog and boy. Best friend. Look here, I'm a... I'm Go everywhere. Scooby-Doo. 
No. Mm. Oh. That was number eight. Not Calvin and Hobbes. The man no. in the yellow hat? No. no. Curious right. George. No, it's oh. a dog and a boy. I'm just trying to get there. <laughs> dog and a boy. We all have listening problems in here. Oh, it's a B. Oh, Snoopy and Charlie Brown. Oh, Easy, Snoopy. Easy. There you go. Can't believe wow. That. Really impressive. Man, that, was, that was so stressful. You did good. And that's your crap on celebrities. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Adam Lambert is 42. Johnny Lang is 43. Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne. That's Darlene on Roseanne. Is 49. Heather Graham is 54. Edward Burns. Uh, he's on uh, Saving Private Ryan and Sidewalks of New York. He's 56. Greg Luganis is 64. Oprah Winfrey is 70. Charlie Wilson from the Gap Band is 71. Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, is 76. Tom, Tom Selleck is 79. And Catherine Ross, she was from The Graduate, Stepford Wives, and she was Jake Gyllenhaal's shrink well, in Donnie Darko. Sam Elliott's wife. Sam Elliott's wife since 1984. It's uh, her fifth husband. Uh, Catherine Ross is 84 years old. All right, today's Porn Art Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is uh, Taja Ray. And today's birthday girl has been in 218 fine films, including Air Erotica. She was in The Backdoor Club, Eaten Alive, Flaming Tongues 2, Scott's favorite, Fur Burgers. It's <laughs> oh. awesome, man. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I'll stop. Uh, the Hot Box Invasion, Looking for Mr. Good Sex, Old School Bush Bonanza. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. A sleazy rider, and who could ever get a role in 1986's Dr. Penetration? <laughs> Taja Ray is 63 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, Traffic and Weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with your sex time fun facts. You know, we talked about... Uh, January is sometimes called Divorce Month. Should you be concerned? I have some things to look for. All right. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. And the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive. Your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck or your backyard. You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you can trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA Family on Small Business of the Year, uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. 
Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Glazer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Um, happy birthday, Riz. Was that just yelling? Why did nobody tell her on the air? Yes. Not realizing a mic was open. Yeah. That's right. the fun thing of being in this room is I'm right. here waving. And well, Moon was showing me a video of, uh, it was a woman with a VR headset on, mm-hmm. and she was close to the stove. And she walked into the stove and like shattered the glass top. Yeah, she jumped into it. Oh my and sh- and she she did this. Oh my! God. She actually said e- that exactly like that. And I'm like, so she got the VR headset. Why is nobody telling her? Like she's close to the stove. She, she was look. She looked to the side and she freaked out. You know, because whatever was running after her, and she decided to run forward and she jumped, jump ran forward. Her face smashed into the microwave. And I don't her blame knees her. went through the stove window. I don't blame her. Those VR headsets are something else. Dangerous. Or the oven window. Dangerous. Uh, tomorrow, uh, my wife's coming in. Awesome. What that time? That's great. The whole show? Uh, no, she's going to get the kids off to school, and then she's going to come in. I can't wait uh, for that. We're going to play the newlywed game uh, with Mrs. Riz. Uh, a very reluctant Mrs. Riz, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Not thrilled. <laughs> I'm excited. Not thrilled about coming in. First of all, she's adamant about not taking any airsoft gun shots. Hmm. Oh, I know. You gonna make her do it? Yeah, yeah. I was Facetiming with Moon as we do every Friday night. Yes. Uh, And she's yelling in the background that she's not taking any shots on (laughs) on Tuesday. Not thrilled. Well, you better get a lot of them right then. Well, yeah. So we'll play this newlywed game thing, and uh, I'm, I'm. I tell you what. I don't know how we're going to do. Can't guarantee anything. No, I. you guys talk on the phone. Like, sometimes you'll talk on the phone to your wife in the office. And, like, you guys are the same, I feel. I know, but I don't, But the, the, we've been together so long, so 25 years. Like, you don't remember those little moments. Just hmm. kind of. You don't know what book your wife is reading right I have now? I no idea. I, I, it's a book on quantum physics. You guys better study up then. Well, how can you study? You have to do, I did this when Tim came in. You have to say, hey, tomorrow if they ask us, what topping do you want on the pizza? What are you going to say? You have to talk to your wife oh, We're about going in things. blind. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. That's just go in. We're just going in blind. Mistake. And then you're after us, have Scott, fun. by the way. So you better get your wife ready. All righty. <laughs> we won't get anything wrong, though. We'll get it all right. Yeah. Man. What's the max you can get shot on this? Isn't it like five or something? Five. Yeah, I think it's five. Riz. Pop. pop. Ouch, ouch, <laughs> pop, pop. ouch. Listen, as a, as a gentleman. Mm. Please. You'll take them all. I'll take them all for her. That is so cool. Oh. Is that right? That's not what you said when we were FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> you screamed down the stairs and you said, you'll take it and you'll like it. I did say that. Uh, and then... <laughs> When we got off the FaceTime, she threw me down the stairs. So. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, no, listen, this is probably the only time she's ever going to be on the air. So if you guys have any questions you'd like to ask Mrs. Riz, 
Like, like throw us an email. All right. Like, what's it like to live with me? Do, are all my stories about being a monster true? So, go ahead. This is your opportunity. Email us with the uh, with the topic uh, Riz wife. So, I'm not going to look. Okay. If you have any questions. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. So, tomorrow should be around 730. All right? See how that goes. Hoping it goes well. Yeah, it'll go great. Yeah, she's not one for the spotlight. I'll tell you that. She's a cool lady, though. Nice lady. Cool chick. Love of my life. In fact, I I, I really would, you know, take a million air, airsoft shots for her. Oh. Stop sucking up. Man. Wow. This is so sweet. Come on. Play the piano music. I'm not saying he wife. wouldn't, but I also was present when this original conversation you were really trying to sell her on taking some air shop shots. <laughs> Mr. Not buying it. Mr. Lay yeah, my coat over a puddle. She wasn't going for it. Let's, we'll, we'll play it out. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Okay? <laughs> All right, let's do this. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. That's all about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. Sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. Well, her reluctance was, you know, again, she doesn't like being on the air, and uh, which yes. which is fine. Um, she's like, nobody wants, nobody wants that. I said, I'm telling you, we get a couple emails every day, constant. I'm glad that we're doing it, so we don't have to read those emails. Like there was even one that came over on Sunday, like yesterday, and I was like, see, mm-hmm. she goes, people are nuts. I go, yeah. Our people. Our people. Thank you all for listening to The Rich Show. Um, jilted women are definitely the target market here. Uh, there's an animal shelter in New Jersey. They're called the Homeward Bound Pet Adoption uh, Agency. They're offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. For a $50 donation, uh, they'll name a feral cat after your ex and then neuter it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want... I mean, that's great, and I want people to support it, but, I mean... Okay, you know, jilted women are definitely the, the target on this one. Uh, they'll also spay uh, female cats, but the real appeal is getting to name a cat after a guy you hate and then being able to say you just had his baby makers lopped off. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. It's very cool. So the flyer they posted online says, new to your ex for Valentine's Day because some things shouldn't breed. <laughs> Which I'll catch. Hmm. I like hey, it. Creative. If it's, if it's if it's some sort of closure for you that you need, fine. And you're doing something nice. Mm-hmm. If it's this or murder them, yeah, you do this. We'll do this. We'll do this instead. Yeah, they have like at, at zoos across the country. It's like name a cockroach after an ex. I like that. There's one place I forget where it is. They'll. Um, They'll have a cat pee your ex's name in kitty litter mm-hmm. and send it to them. Which, I don't know how they're doing that. Are they holding the cats? They have to be writing the name down and putting it in a litter box and then taking a photo of, you know, the name Chad getting urinated on. Well, they could buried. probably carve it out a little bit in the gravel or whatever, you know, the kitty litter. And then whenever it pees, it fil- forms that little river. So it looks like that. Yeah. Did you look it up? No. Oh, you're just assuming. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, how, that's just how he would do it. Are you, are you behind this whole thing? You know, I love <laughs> cat litter? gimmicks. And yeah, this is actually a big a big part of my 
King's cats on an IV drip just peeing in litter boxes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's a side hustle. Hey, big do. money, man. All right, don't freak out. We talked about this the other day, uh, but January is sometimes called divorce month because it's when divorce lawyers see a big uptick in clients. Uh, there's about a 25% spike in the number of people looking to divorce uh, in the month of January. Hmm. Probably, I mean, we were kind of talking about the reasonings why. Probably because, the, you know, people were waiting to get through the holidays. Um, or maybe you spent so much time together during the holidays and you finally realize, man, this this person sucks. Well, they say the number one reason is like, a, you know, for divorces, financial stuff, and maybe those bills came in from mm-hmm. December and whatever, and got well. Yeah, I was thinking got the, some arguments going. Yeah, that crossed my mind moments ago. We hadn't really talked about if it's a tax thing, like your taxes for the previous year over, and you're trying to separate your finances, and what better time to do it? Yeah, I hadn't really given that thought. I I kind of put all my chips in on the holiday, getting through the holidays, but I'm like, could be, could be. Yeah, know, let's file up. taxes separately this year or the last joint filing or whatever. Well, a lot of divorce lawyers say that uh, even though they're being contacted this month, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you know they're filing for divorce now. A lot of people just put feelers out and wait until spring to file. I, I don't know. With that in mind, here are three red flags in your marriage that you might want to be aware of. All right. As far as hmm, maybe this person is really looking to divorce me. Uh, their spending habits change. Lawyers do something called a spousal support analysis to figure out alimony, especially if one person brings in most of the money. If their client needs support, they might tell them to go out there and shop more. So it'll look like that's the lifestyle they've become accustomed to. Or if their client wants to avoid paying alimony, they might tell them to stop spending so much. Hmm. So watch out for spending habit changes. Uh, Number two, uh, makeovers. Or suddenly hitting the gym a lot more. It could be a sign of infidelity or getting ready to jump back into the dating pool. But be careful with that one because, you know, it might be just a New Year's resolution thing. Or they just might want to get healthy. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Only be suspicious if there are other red flags. Yeah, I'll have the salad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? What, are you planning on banging the neighbor? (laughs) Are you banging the neighbor? I just really like ranch dressing. <laughs> are you banging the neighbor? <laughs> they said, only be suspicious if there are other red flags, like lying or a lot of like late nights at work. And uh, the third one they say is, a, a sign you may be headed for divorce is, they stop nagging you. Like they stop they nagging give up. you. If they used to do it a lot but stopped... Chances are they didn't just suddenly uh, get mature. It My might be a sign. So pleasant now. It might be a sign that they've started to give up on the relationship, and that like I've nagged enough, I can't nag no more. Oh man! That's it. I'm out of nagging. Yeah. Yeah. So then they name a shelter dog after you, you yeah. know, and then yeah. they poop on the dog. It's crazy, dude. Look out for everything. All the red flags. Wait, so you pay 50 bucks, we'll poop on a dog for you? <laughs> on a dog. Whoa. Whoa. Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, poopy the dog. So according to the, speaking of marriage, according to the U.S. Census Bureau Statistics, uh, 34% of people 15, uh, 15 years old and older have never been married. That's up from about 23% in 1950. Of course, that was a different time. Now it's considered very young to get married in your teenage years. And apparently a lot of Gen Z and millennials don't have it on their radar at all. 
In a new survey, more than 40% of young adults up through age 40 say they believe marriage is an outdated tradition. That includes 41% of young men and 52% of young women. You know, most say that weddings are too expensive these days. 85% don't think they're necessary to have a fulfilled and committed relationship. That said, marriages aren't being written off completely. 83% say they hope to marry someday down the road. So more than 40% of young adults think marriage is an outdated tradition. Do you find some friends getting married later in life? Mm-hmm. I know a guy. Oh, me. You got him yeah. I right? Yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh, me. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so is dating outdated then? Like, what, why is it just marriage that's outdated? What's going on there? They are probably taking more time to settle down. Dating is complex these days. But now with the apps, huh. why settle down? Right. When you so can many options. left or whatever. <laughs> I'm swiping right, baby. Swiping right a lot. Uh, swipe right uh, can hit major deal breakers, like finding out somebody wants an open relationship or they like anchovies. But sometimes think, things don't click for the smallest possible reason. Do you, did you, when you were the, in the dating game, Rafe? Uh, the dating learn, game. You know, you play in the field. Did you have any petty, like, dating red flags? Yeah. Smokes. If the guy smoked, I was like, I, I don't think that's petty. No? Well, I mean, all the, there were so many hot guys that smoked. And so I did date some of them. But well, I knew it wasn't going to be serious. Cool rule. I didn't want. I didn't want. Uh, no uggos to smoke. No uggos that smoke. Just the hotties. I don't and, want but It's not going to get serious unless you're cute. Do you have any That's petty bad. red flags, uh, Rafe? I'll give you some examples. Can people online are talking about the pettiest dating red flags? Like somebody said it was a red flag because their ideal home temperature is lower than seventy degrees. Mm. They're out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not petty though, man. That's a big deal. If you have a yeah. particular. Temperature that you know it just like ruins your world for sleeping. Man. That's a big. That's a, that is the biggest deal. Yeah, if you uh, don't like to be comfortable and you want your room, your house to be blistering hot, then man, anyone with a plain blister. mustache without any other facial hair that was a red flag for somebody. Oh, but there's so many great stashes out there. Somebody said I got the ick from a man I was dating because I watched him run to catch a coin that had fallen and started rolling away, saving every penny. No, like the like what he looked like doing it. Sure. <laughs> look damn ridiculous. He ran, you look he, ridiculous. That's you think one of those his, things he didn't just, move his arms when he ran? Was this his legs? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, imagine I mean, a lot of coin rolling. Nobody looks away from cool us. chasing you, a coin. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hunched over and you're like trying to pick <gasps> up something. <gasps> yeah. You're panicked over that. Yeah, I have to do the cool thing if a receipt or something falls on the ground when you open the car door and it blows out, you know, and it's starting to blow, I just kind of like stand there, wait for it to calm down. And then I go pick <laughs> it up. I'm like, I'm not going to be seen chasing this. Yeah. Somebody huh. said, I don't think I could date somebody with a peanut allergy. I love peanut butter. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. I don't date anyone who's new to my city. I'm not interested in becoming somebody's personal tour guide. <laughs> That's not a bad one. That's not bad. Uh, if their ex isn't what I consider to be good looking. Oh, hmm. that is interesting. Now, that is Deeper. petty, but at the same time, you're like, never thought about that. Yeah. What would the reasoning be there? Well, you want someone that's a little shallow. Nothing too. If their ex isn't what I consider to be good looking. Because then you feel like you're not good looking because they're dating you. Or maybe they yeah. leveled up. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go straight there if my ex's ex was 
bad looking. I maybe in, in their head they'd be like, okay, this is their type, and they're ugly. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Am what I what standard have I surpassed? Yeah. If if not a low one, am I that? They're going for personality. This is awful. Somebody said I seriously dated three guys named Dave. A man named Dave would have to be an eleven out of ten for me to go on uh, on that Dave route again. <laughs> the Dave route. Bad music taste because when they give me compliments, I'd think, but your taste is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd have to sit through all that, through all that crappy music. That mm. would suck. Socks with sandals are my pettiest, uh, but most uh, strictly enforced. Uh, but most strictly enforced deal breaker. I guess I'm out. That's yours. No, no, no. That's what somebody wrote. Oh, socks with sandals. That's a big one. I Being the youngest sibling, that's a deal breaker for somebody. Hmm. I had a friend that went on a date in white socks and like, you know, those Nike slide shower shoes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I hope she doesn't go out with you again. Like I was on her side. Because I'm like, you went out in those? That's a bold move. With socks on? He thinks it's cool. He wears them out all the time. He's like, this is fine footwear. And I'm like, it is not Only okay, man. You're wearing for Adam Sandler. You can't run anywhere. They kind of have like the little, you know, knobs in them. And they Velcro over the top where they just you slide your foot in them. Yeah, those are like shower shoes for, Agreed. for workout and he, Come on. I had a buddy that would wear them out on a date. God forbid like, something happens. You need to on, run. Man. My God, you can't you run with those on. I mean, just the you're look at the coffee the shop. Yeah, coin rolls down What's the happening there? street. You got to be able to run after your coin. No, seriously, I, you know, I, I, in case I need to sprint. What do you guys feel about wearing just straight up sandals on a first date I, for dudes or chicks? Do you want to see feet right away? On a very, no, that's absurd. I could count on on my hand the amount of times I've gone, left my property, with sandals on, or yeah, with open toe shoes you? on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sandals on a date. On I don't the care world if you're. Living in. I don't care if you've been married for for twenty years. Sandals on a date of any sort. You're, it's, it's for a date. men specifically. Women, we have strappy sandals. Yeah, and you they're do, adorable. You all do what you want. I'm yeah, but I mean, if you're fellas. living a beach life, it's perfect. Well, yeah, we're okay, not living a beach life. If we're going to the hangout in Gulf Shores, fine. Wear your flip flaps. Yeah, you're on vacation. I want to know about that funky yellow toenail before I dive into you. No, but okay. seriously, if if a guy yeah. showed up, I do. Like we're going out to dinner and you're wearing flip flops. The dude is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he better have some good looking feet. Is what I'm saying to you right but now. But you just don't care. You're just showing that you don't care. What else don't you care about? But if it's summertime and yeah. you got nice man feet, what are you talking? We're talking about a date. You're gonna throw your toes out there. It's Come on, man. On a patio. Be a gentleman. A date. Well, I thought we were talking about dates here, like like, well, a, date like a dinner is like date, a coffee patio date. Um, th- um, that's where my brain went. Oh, yeah. Like if the first nighttime. date where it's not as serious. Does Tim wear sandals out? Summertime, yeah, he'll get his man feet out. He's got mm. nice looking feet. Yeah, but that's fine. But if you guys are like, hey, let's go on a date, he's not flip-flopping He's it. not. But he's a... Tim is strange in the way that he will not take his shoes off for many hours after coming home from work. And I get a little aggravated. Because... Huh? get Just relax. I feel like if you don't take <laughs> your shoes off, you're not fully relaxed yet. Uh, Am I Jake, wrong? Jake is asking, Riz, when was the last time you had a sprint? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if I need to... Yeah. That's I want to be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's the last time I got in a knife fight? It's been a long, long time, but, if but I, I'm prepared if it happens. If it happens, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Ray, when was the last time you sprinted? Pretty recently. Real? Why? Why did I? I think I raced somebody. What? Why? Uh, prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> I was dared. Prove a point. What was I running for? 
you were at the you run at the gym, right? So I mean, I run, but that's on an elliptical or a, a treadmill. But I actually sprinted. Uh, it might have been during a commercial actually that I needed to sprint. Okay, that was for work. Lot. Okay, sprinting for. But work. I had to do yeah. it, and trust me, you don't want to sprint for the first time in your forties in a while in front of a whole camera crew. Yeah, with flip flops on. You found out a lot about it about yourself. I didn't do it in flip flops, thank God. Uh, somebody said they wouldn't date somebody uh, who likes reality TV, watching it on occasion, because your multitasking is fine. But if you know everybody's backstories and timelines, that's a no for me. <laughs> and somebody said a, a red flag. I, I don't know if this is petty or not, if they have a best friend of the opposite sex. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, I can see that being a big one. Uh, Match.com just dropped their annual Singles in America study that looked at the state of dating in 2024. So this is the 13th year they've done it. Now, the stat everybody's talking about this time is 31% of singles have explored consensual non-monogamy, a.k.a. you get to sleep around. Only 49% said a traditional two-person relationship is their ideal scenario right now. Now, that said, 79% of singles, 83% of Gen Zers think they could still have a lifelong marriage. So the institution isn't totally dead. So here are the four most common types of non-monogamous relationships. There's monogamish. Monogamish? Not totally open, but you sometimes get it on with other people. There's polyamory where your relationship involves three three people or more. There's completely open relationships, a committed primary relationship that openly allows romantic and or sexual activity with others, and then they're swinging. You go, you both go out, <laughs> and you look for other sexual partners together. So here are a couple more stats on um, what dating is like in 2024. Not everybody wants sex. 21% of singles said they don't want a sexual relationship right now. One in seven online daters are using AI. Like some have it to write their dating profile. Oh. Some have it to write their first text to somebody. I meant they were banging AI. <laughs> yeah. You know, some have it come up with conversation topics. Hmm. Uh, for a second year in a row, money was voted as the top obstacle for dating, and 73% of singles say being financially stable is a top quality they look for. 64% are looking for someone who wants to get married. Only 57% want a partner who wants kids. The top cornerstones of a good relationship, according to singles, are trust, good communication, and mutual respect. The top red flags are poor communication, lack of trust, and cheating is third. And one in 10 singles have asked an ex- or dating advice. Interesting. On themselves, I bet. If it didn't work out with so-and-so, you go back and say, hey, was I too... Tell me what if they're respectful enough and you have that type of relationship. I bet that is very helpful. Yeah. To find out what was wrong with you because everybody has a responsibility in a relationship. And finally, I want to talk about cheesy penis syndrome. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. It's just constantly telling these dorky jokes. You know I want to talk about cheesy <laughs> penis syndrome. <laughs> oh, don't say those words together here. 
And I think we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about it, okay? Wow. And then we'll get to the sex toy of the week. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Doctors headline. Doctors warn about cheesy penis syndrome that's often mistaken for an STD. I have such a visual in my head right now. And if you're eating breakfast, you probably have it too. Oh, man. I, I have a whole bunch of like things on this. Okay. Listen, it's gross, but I think we need to talk about this. Absolutely. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather the driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is comedian and civil rights activist Jeff Dye, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I'll put a uh, capper on Sex Time Fun Facts with uh, Sex Toy of the Week. And this headline, doctors warn about cheesy penis syndrome that's often mistaken for an STD. I have so many questions. I wish uh, your doctor was here. to Dr. Guantma? Yeah, so I could ask. Is this Candida? Nope. This is smegma. Ew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Just that word. Yes. That's the goods. Yes. Yes. That's right. 
So it's safe to say that many of us feel a little embarrassed about topics related to down below. Uh, but hey, you know, we're all human at the end of the day, meaning we all have a genitalia of some sort that could come along with an array of intimate issues, including those that might make you squirm. For men, there's one particular condition that could leave their penis looking and smelling a bit worse for the wear. Mm. Oh, God. Why? And despite common misconceptions, it's not caused by an STD, although it shouldn't be left to its own devices. Yes, cheesy penis syndrome. <laughs> Is it called? Say it in an Italian accent. <laughs> It makes it easier. It's to- a cheese of penis syndrome. <laughs> he doesn't sound as bad. Yeah. Pimento. <laughs> it's a little fun. Hey, this can happen with gals, too, right? Hey, we're focusing on the dudes. That's not yeah, really the women. penises yeah, no. can get cheesy, too, buddy. I mean. Sure. Smegma is the word, if we want to get official about it. Nobody wants equal rights right now with this conversation, <laughs> no. all right? So. Guys, there's nothing to giggle about when it comes to smegma. We know this. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of you laughing about it. <laughs> Man, there was, I guess, a recent uh, text message. Smegma sounds like it should be on the periodic table somewhere, doesn't it? I agree. That that word is just a weird word. You're like, what's that meteorite made of? Like, oh, that's pure smegma. It sounds like it should be. Coming from the outer rim They should make drill bits out of (laughs) smegma or something, not something that should be growing on a cheesy penis. But I digress. Well, there was was, a drill bit. there, There was a text message that went viral from a woman. Uh, accusing her date of, of not showering due to a certain cheesy stench. Je ne sais quoi. Oh, man. <laughs> due to a certain cheesy, cheesy stench. <laughs> cheesy stench. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll answer some questions here. I know you all have them. Uh, fromage. <laughs> How many showers? Fromage, the undercarriage. <laughs> Penne fromage, yeah. How many showers do you have to skip to get it? That's n- <laughs> man. I mean, this is for more folks that aren't uh, aren't. Uh, that still have the hoods on. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> still, wearing, still wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> what is smegma and why does it occur? <laughs> smegma is a natural substance that comes from dead skin cells, oils, and other bodily fluids. It is generally found on the genitals, particularly in men under the foreskin. Smegma occurs because of the body's natural skin shedding process. The skin cells uh, in the genital area tend to die off and regenerate at quite a quick pace. If these dead skin cells aren't cleaned away properly, they could accumulate and mix with the body's natural oils. This is then what leads to the smegma in question. Mm. Okay. (laughs) But why? Oh, why? Why? Is it referred to as cheesy penis? Because it looks like cottage cheese. Ugh, Point for learn. God. Hi. <laughs> God. Uh, and I'm, this is from a medical journal. Okay. Well, it has something to do with the smell and appearance. The substance resembles that of cheese, both appearance and stench-wise. A medical professional explained, quote, the term cheesy penis comes from the appearance and where Consistency of smegma, which could be similar to a soft cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it also has an odor that could be quite strong if it's not regularly cleaned properly. <laughs> Yummy. Your pee-pee smells like brie-brie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an STD, but what health implications can it have? Well, I'm glad you asked, Scott. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're really ruining the charcuterie board for Super Bowl Sunday. But yeah. go ahead. Uh, smegma can cause a whole bunch of health issues if the penis continues to remain uncleaned. The doctor said that the continual buildup of smegma can cause an infection and inflammation, including uh, something where the penis becomes red and swollen. Cute. <laughs> and what should a man do to prevent it? Well, cleaning the genital area, especially under the foreskin, should be implemented, if not already, into the daily showering routine. Man. Wash yourself, guys. Golly. Now we're going to wash our it's hands. A, it's, a, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Just wash yourself. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Any other questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what does it pair with? <laughs> a Malbec. A, ro- a rosé. Okay, good. Yeah. I think that about covers that, right? Yes, I think so. I think we're covered. Yes. Okay, we're covered. Thank you, yes. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. Well, Rafe, what's a good smegma chaser? I'll tell you what is. The sex toy of the week. (laughs) Well, what do we got this week, Rafe? Buddy, let me tell you, is it ever on brand for 105.7 The Point? Real rock alternative music. All day, all night. Hard metal party party. Check it out. That's our slogan. Yeah. Hard I just metal wrote party that. party. Trademark. Hard metal party party. This week, the band Ghost has put out a very special, special sex toy for that someone in your life hmm. called Phallus Mortis X Anniversary Edition. All right. Just in time for Valentine's Just in time for Valentine's Day. So Phallus Mortis. Phallus Mortis X Anniversary edition. Regular price, $225 on the Ghost website. Oh. Last chance, it's the final return from the vault. Special X anniversary edition commemorating the 10th anniversary of Infest Isumam. Isumam. Dos, dos. What is that? I have no idea. That's a ghost song. And I want to know. Okay. Infest Isumam and a silver spoon. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. There's nothing like a callback, especially when it's one of the notorious as this. Ghosts are res erecting, <laughs> bringing back their Phallos Mortus box set for its 10th anniversary. And what made this item so iconic for fans was the inclusion of two sexual aids amidst the heavenly packaging. Initially released in 2013 during the Infestisumam album cycle, the Phallos Mortus collection included one Bible box case with gold embossed artwork and red velvet lining. Classy. Keeping with some of the religious themes of the band's work. There's also a divorce paper scroll (laughs) which is nice. It is January after all. There's a divorce paper scroll with customized ghost foil emblem and a ghost brushed metal logo pen for the avid collector as well. But where this gets interesting is that the band has included a bronze effect metal adult toy with molded Crucifix logo base. Yes. That's right. Finally. That's what I was waiting for. Finally, a butt plug that says, thank you, Ghost. (laughs) And also with you. And also with you, Ghost. And also with you. And one silicone Papa Emeritus adult toy. Is it Emeritus? Papa Emeritus. 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 Whatever. That's what happens when you have too much smegma. Yeah, I got too much. uh, Papa, your emeritus. Yeah. That's the holy (laughs) cheese. Oh, boy, I got a bad case of emeritus. Papa Emeritus 
Emeritus adult toy. In simpler and more adult terms, a butt plug and a dildo. But the latter molded in the likeness of Papa Emeritus II. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, you can go look it up online. But That's basically, the yeah, the the head of the dildo looks like uh, the singer's head, and it is with a giant bishop hat on. Yeah, yeah it's like a pope hat. <laughs> it yeah, does like not look hat. like a comfortable insertion point. No. But hey, hey, that's why they call it ghost. So you'll be thing, saying boohoo. So this thing is shaped like a uh, like a door planer. Right, that's what I imagine. <laughs> like a big fountain pen. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Those door planters with the with the yellow handle on the top, and it's long down here, and then shorter up here. And you... Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. Imagine don't a know. candle. I just see the butt plug. A lit here. candle. It looks like that. It has a little flame up top. Cute. And then, sure, but it doesn't. Kind of looks like a melon baller. Come around like this. I mean, this is this is attached, right? It's one piece or is it two pieces? I think it's oh, a two it's, piece. Uh, oh, I saw, oh, I, I'm. You see, in the there's I made a, a mistake. It says a black and white copy. So, are you seeing? Yeah, yeah. see, you got to look closely. The black and white closely. copy. The white lo is just the divorce paper. To the left yeah. of the white is there's the, the black. Oh, there's the plug yeah, here. that's there's twice the size. Divorce scroll, mm. and there's the. <laughs> Papa Emeritus oh. too with his face. Dildo, yes. See, I thought this was all one one piece, like, hey, like oh, a no, door no. planer handle. Papa, you know I mean? oh. Papa Emeritus, right in there. You know what I mean? Emeritus. <laughs> Emeritus. Yeah, uh, okay. Let's get to. I, there are no reviews per se because so Rafe run, went around the office to ask. So I went around the office and I asked a few people to humor me. No, I went to Reddit and I found some reviews of the uh, the previous 2013 edition because uh, I was curious whether people used this if it was novelty. It seems to be mostly novelty, mostly a collector's item. I'm sure someone's jammed it somewhere. Mm, nah. Uh, but here are a couple <laughs> of things I found on Reddit and I will read them to you now so we can move on with our day and get away from Smegma. Can you mm -hmm. imagine somebody using it while listening to Ghost? Like, I mean, Ghost is cool, but it's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's not sexy music. It's uh, Dance it's Macabre. I mean, this could yourself, be a real man. fun time. It's Scooby-Doo. Speaking of Macabre, Square Hammer. <laughs> In a good way. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very, yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Hey, you know what I mean. If you have ears, you know what I mean. I have a conservative Catholic lesbian friend. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. I know in parentheses. I'm a libertarian, satanic, straight friend. Somehow we're best friends, despite being almost opposites. Bought her this dildo as a joke because she felt like it was too, quote, sinful and embarrassed to get one herself. What a cool guy I am, Ryan. That was one Reddit review. Second one, my wife and I were the only ghost fans in my brother's wedding. He was so messed up about supporting a band that marketed dildos. So hung up on sex toys. Anytime he asked me about it and declared he would never let his wife had one, I said, her loss, stud. <laughs> well, guess what he opened at wedding brunch the next day in front of all his new in-laws? Metal forever. Yeah. Kyle rules. That is pretty metal, actually. Yeah. I mean, that probably might have ended their relationship, but, but hey, still pretty good. All right, that is the phallus mortis. Phallus mortis. Dude, if people are anniversary getting, edition, if musicians Book are, of the are, head. are getting into this type of merch, you know who needs it is like uh, Enya, and well, I mean, come on, Enya, hello, wow. it's, even, it's in the name, or like Enya, Enya. am I right? Hey. You know what I mean? The music, the name. Scott's head is spinning around right now. <laughs> I can't handle all these. Come puns. on, the Enya, Enya. <laughs> it's out the there. Enya, Enya. 
It'd be mm -hmm. a bestseller. Yeah, you're right. Enya, the Enya Backside Edition. <laughs> Somebody else did make one. I was looking it up. Someone had like a, a five, they had a five dildo collection. Dang. God, who was it? That was, was it every person that was, in the uh, band? Romstein. It was Romstein. It I was just Romstein. sent Rafe a list. Which, Rafe, did you see that email I sent over? Ramstein does lend itself to the yeah. same sort of pun. Romstein. Well, I wouldn't be surprised yep. if they had a whole line already. After that one video, remember that one oh, video yeah, they put yeah. out? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Guar has one. No Kiss? Effects has a really funny one. Does Kiss have sex toys? Because if they don't, I'm going to be very oh, surprised. They have to, sure. right? I would think. Huh. Like Gene Simmons is... Tongue alone could be a great one. Yeah, I would think. Gene Simmons. I would think they would have mm. something like that. Yeah, disappointing that they didn't. Disappointing. Mm. Well, anyway, that's a capper on our uh, sex toy of the week. First time fun fact. Hey, you know what today is? Uh, today's a holiday for me. It is uh, Curmudgeon's Day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so it's okay to be difficult today. You get so many right days. On. This is my day, guys. What are you going to do? Are you going to go complain places? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I may just go to some random place around the area and just complain. Cool. <laughs> just act difficult. Hey, man, you just be you, you know? We all act difficult at times, don't we? Yeah, sure. What makes you cranky? Go ahead. I mean, what makes you cranky? Lack of sleep. Okay. I get really cranky. I'm, Dude, okay, I hate to say this, but um, I'm not sure you guys have ever met me. And uh, the reason I say that is because I woke up on Saturday after sleeping an actual nine hours and ten minutes. And mm -hmm. I woke up. You're and a different I, person. I popped down and I, I danced downstairs. And my wife was like, what, what happened to you? And I said, oh, this is me. <laughs> this is me with nine hours of sleep. I mean, I was yeah, like, man. I was a different human. I was a different human. I went over and I introduced myself to her. And I said, this is who I am <laughs> when I get to sleep. And, uh, yeah. Lack of sleep makes mm. me cranky, brother. Uh, I tell you, for me, it's lack of sleep. It's uh, it's too many things to list. We're only on till ten. When I'm hungry, I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, hang, I get you angry. get hangry. I get, I get angry. angry. Rafe said yeah. this about himself, and it's for me for sure. If I get the least bit hot, then I get cranky. If I'm trying to do yeah. something, I'm starting to get sweaty, and it's in a house or something. It's sure. just the worst. You know, uh, real fast. Interesting you talk about this guy because I had like, you know, when you're doing your prayers, you're thinking of people at night or you're just like having thoughts. I was thinking about all you guys on the show and I was thinking about you specifically, Scott. Like, do you get hot with all that hair? Yes. Like, I, because I get hot because it's perimenopause. And I was thinking <laughs> your hair is triple the size of mine and your neck has to be just bla like blazing hot yeah. in the summertime. Whenever it's negative degrees, I could put my hair down and I really don't need a coat. That's, That's fine. what makes me crank is un un unexpected moisture levels. I understand. <laughs> Sorry about that. What? Yeah. What? Sometimes things are too wet. <laughs> uh, sometimes things are too wet. Like what things? What do you mean? Like, I, like your body? I'm not going to say where, but we were out getting a sandwich once and it was too wet and I was pretty pissed off. Oh, like when the sandwich is wet. I thought yeah, when I mean, you, like when you were wet or something. Well, me getting wet too makes me. Me, I do get cranky, cranky if I'm if I'm I don't wet love being wet. Certain, certain circumstances. Yeah. In like a very those, humid place where you, if you get outside a swimming pool and you have to go change and it's super humid and the floor in there is just gross. Going swimming is not my number one, like, that's never going to be my go-to activity. <laughs> I'm never going to go, hey, you want to go swimming? What if it's at a public pool? I'm never going to be one to say, <laughs> let's go swimming. That's sad. You got to go, what do you mean? You don't I'll have, go swimming. Right. I'm not going to be the one to suggest that as an activity. So you have to wait till somebody else suggests it. Yeah. Alright. And then I will, I'll go... Um, reluctantly. Reluctantly, yes. 
Yes. Uh, Rave, give me something that makes you cranky. I mean, I hate being hot. Uh, I don't get cranky over food. I'm trying to think of something that that really makes me, really boils my blood. I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty laid-back guy. I don't really like... Uh, we all could be difficult at times, though. For sure. I'm not trying to make myself into some kind of hero. I just... Uh, King Scott kind of said mine already. Like, I don't like being super hot. I don't make me cranky. Hmm. Like, if I'm in... I Ever been on a plane where it's really hot? Uh, Man, the worst. You know, some would say I have a grumpy personality. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, here are some unexpected facts about, like, a person like me. Okay. Uh, often individuals who seem grumpy or standoffish may simply be introverted. Introverts recharged by spending time on their own and social interactions can sometimes be draining. Yes. Grumpiness, and I agree with this wholeheartedly, grumpiness could be associated with high intelligence. Several studies have found a possible link between grumpiness and, and being very smart. Though grumpiness is not a prerequisite for intelligent intelligence, this trait is often found among highly intelligent individuals. Hmm. Uh -huh. Bad moods can improve judgment. Surprisingly, being in a bad mood can sometimes improve a person's judgment. It could lead to better decision-making by promoting more careful thinking. Yeah. I forget the details. Remember they said, like, the, the, the smartest guy in America, though, is, like, some dude in Iowa, and he's a... Uh... He's just like, leave me, leave me alone, man. Like, I want nothing to do with anybody. Maybe he's he's just in his house because he's grumpy. I, I agree with the decision-making, though, because whenever I'm in a bad mood or, if, like, when I'm hangry, I will get quiet and hmm. I think things through really a little look bit inward. more thoroughly. Yeah. It's been, it's been observed that people in grumpy moods tend to focus more on their tasks and get more work done. And this could be a coping mechanism to shut out other distractions and help manage their mood. And although grumpy people may not be appear so on the surface, they, they could also be highly empathetic. They may feel others' emotions deeply, which could make them prone to moodiness or irritability. Hmm. So, hey, be difficult today. <laughs> Have a great All right, thanks for you, man. We'll, we'll just let you be difficult. Hey, you know what? If you want to be, it's, it's our day, guys. Yeah. You know, be a curmudgeon. That's okay. Just today. And then every other day, leave it up to the pros. Like myself. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You for your service. Cheers to, yeah. Cheers yeah. to us, guys. Cheers. Everybody take a drink. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Except for on the highway today. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah. be grumpy there. Calm down. Maintain low tones. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll play three and five. We've got some great prizes to give away. Great prizes. We've got... WWE Monday Night Raw tickets. We've got Red Hot Chili Pepper tickets. We got Limp Bizkit tickets, and we got tickets for the sold out Riz Show Live. Which, if you, if you missed the news, uh, yeah, Riz Show Live March second over the pageant is sold out. So the only way to get in now is to win your way in. Good luck. So we'll play three and five. So Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories, right? You win your choice of prizes. No ums or ahs to start your answer. And the judges today, you need to be firm because these are high-end prizes. It's curmudgeon day. I'm firm. Yeah. Be firm, but yet fair. Yet fair. I'll give Learn the firm side of things. Rafe, you're the fair side of things. Thank you. Thank you. All right, if you want to play 314-624-3833 or 618 398 3833 3 and 5 is next and 
a concert announcement. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. Jeff's on the Rafe? I'm just pumped. Yeah, me too, man. This concert announcement's pretty big. I'm very excited. It's on a Sunday. Oh, so really? I didn't look. But it's one of those shows that you're going to go, I'm going no matter what day Oh, that's on. right, a Sunday. Regardless of the day. Yeah, but is that Memorial Day weekend? I hope so. Yeah, I'll let you do it after the break. Right. It's definitely not. Oh, it's not? The next weekend is. Labor Day? Might be Labor Day. I'm sorry, Labor Day. Labor Day weekend, yeah. Is that Labor Day weekend? That could be Labor Day weekend. Let's go! Hey, this is Trailer Trash Tammy, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, Learn. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Big concert announcement. Here we go. 1057 The Point presents a big summer show featuring... Rob Zombie. Bobby Zombie, guys. Woo! Bobby Zombie's back. Hey, Bobby Zombie. With his best friend, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Bobby Zombie. And it doesn't stop there. Oh, and more. What? With good friends, Filter. Filter. Oh, yeah. We love Filter. And get your big, tall, industrial-looking rave boots out, ladies and gents. Ministry is coming to town. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, Sunday, September 1st. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. All right. That's awesome. Labor Day weekend. Is that Labor Day weekend? I don't know. Is it? Someone, help. I think it is, Should we try to play golf with Alice Cooper? Last, uh, it's usually the first Monday, um, September. It is. It's September 2nd is Labor Day. And you were worried. I was worried. And you were worried it's a Sunday. Now all I have to worry about is family vacation saying, hey, we're going to do Labor Day weekend. Because I'm hanging out with these should guys. We, should we take Alice Cooper out to top golf? We should. Is he a golfer? Uh, yeah, he golfs all the time. Oh, sorry yeah, he to hear that. Let's do it. He and you, man, got stranded on the side of the road in the 80s together after a golf trip. <laughs> and had to, like, get a tow truck to come pick up Alice Cooper on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, Alice Cooper's like huh. a big-time golfer. He used to golf with Glenn Campbell. That was his buddy. And Groucho Marx. Dang, I didn't that know that so one. Cool. Yeah, it was a, he was good friends with Groucho Marx. That's amazing. Man, I've never seen Alice Cooper before. Me either. I'm excited. I've seen this exact tour like 2010, I think, is the last time they did this at Family Arena. It was like the Evil Twins tour or something. Hell of a show. Because it's the it's the perfect meshing of like old school shock audience with new school shock audience. Mm-hmm. Throw in ministry and filter. Yeah. You got yourself a I've really seen, fun uh, I've time. seen Rob Zombie plenty of times. Filter's great. Uh, ministry I saw once at Pops. I'm looking forward to them. I've never seen Alice Cooper in concert, although I bumped into him. Multiple times at airports or on the airplane, and really? he's like, he lives up to everything everybody says. Nicest, just like most courteous guy. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, how you doing? He was a preacher, wasn't he? A Sunday school teacher. Sunday school teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I want to meet that fellow. Real name uh, Vincent Fer- Fernier. 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 Mm-hmm. I like to French it up a bit. Yes. Fernier. <laughs> Fernier. Fernier. Yeah, 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 we're guards. Yeah. Yeah. Alice Cooper, yeah. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny Fromaggi. <laughs> Vinny Smegma. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, we got some good tickets today. And today's contest is sponsored by... Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, we're playing three and five. Uh, and uh, we've got sold-out Risha Live tickets. We've got tickets to go see WWE Monday Night Raw next Monday night, February 5th, over at Enterprise. 
We got tickets to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers Big Summer Show July 30th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And we've got tickets to go see Limp Bizkit Big Summer Show July 18th at the Amphitheater. So Moon's going to give you a topic. You give us three things in five seconds. Two out of three right, you win your choice of prizes. All right, let's go to the phones. And we've got on line one, Austin. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right, Austin. You ready to play? I am. Here we go. Three and five starts right now. Austin, name three movies from the 2000s. Uh, Never Back Down. No. Dang. Dang. There's your firm. Firm Jones uh, got you. Oh. Uh, never back down. Damn it. <laughs> wow. Learn was on that. Jeez. Dang. Woo. Hey, you wanted firm. Here it I is. No, there it is. There it is. Our firm. fists are like iron. <laughs> Next. Name three places only adults can go. The bar. He farted and then said the bar. Yeah, sound like a rhino <laughs> fart. We'll accept the fart just because that I was going to accept the fart as an answer. Uh, <laughs> but that's a stall tactic, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the bar. <laughs> oh, for one. Baba Kyle. Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> Kyle, hello. Hello. How's it going? Hey, buddy. All right, Kyle. Here we go. Three and five. Name three different natural disasters. Tornadoes. Hurricanes. Tsunamis. Good pacing. Way to gather your thoughts, right? man. Well played. Yep. Perfect. Well done, Kyle. Next. Name three animal mascots in the Major League Baseball. Indians, Marlins, Cubs. I don't think you're making any friends uh, with what you just said. Uh, Indians, Marlins, Cubs? Uh, I'm going to say said, he said uh, animal mascots. Animal so mascots. Say no. Yeah. First of all, those are the Guardians now. The Guardians and oh stuff. yeah 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 they're not the mascots though they're like Fred Bird's the mascot right is that what you're looking sure. for you were looking for teams uh, 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 that had animals in the name like Cardinals Oriole yeah yeah oh, I thought you were looking yeah. for like Mr Met I mean I, no I thought you meant I, make it easier you got it wrong you got it wrong Kyle yeah. you got it wrong <laughs> okay uh, final one name three famous actresses. Julia Roberts, Angelie. Nope. Angelie. 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 That's actually Ang Lee, and he is a director <laughs> of Life of Pi. He was a little too casual there, I think. Yeah. He got too comfy. Yeah, the he got too comfy. kicked in a little too late. Yeah. Let's see. Angelie. Angelie. Angelina. Jolie, I think is what he was trying uh, to find Shelby. Yeah. Good morning. Hey, what to do? Hey, Shelby, let's go. <sighs> Name three things you put on a hot dog. Ketchup, mustard, relish. Perfect. I would argue against ketchup, but I would. Would I? But we'll accept. We'll accept. It's wrong, but we'll accept it. Next. Name three songs about hate. Nope. Yep. Nope. All right. That's, tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. Okay. Hate me was the only one I can think of. These are tough. I'm too positive. These are tough. I like that. These, these are tough questions. Hot tickets. Yep. Hot tickets, guys. All right, final one, Shelby. Name three cities in Kansas. Topeka. Uh, nope. 
right. <laughs> Topeka. Topeka. Man, when it comes to geography, we, tough. Uh, that is our Achilles heel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we, Both uh, in and out of the studio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. Uh, Kurt and Arnold. Kurt. Hey. Hey. It's hey. Kurt, guys. Hey, All right, here we go. Name three things only old people say. Whippersnapper. Uh, nope. Imagine. No. Whippersnapper no. no. was a good one, though. Get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah, get yeah, off my lawn. Those would have worked. Back in my day. Next. Name three St. Louis area malls. Galleria, West County, South County. Yeah, baby. All the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't do that, I don't think. All right, final one, Kurt. Name three brands associated with teenagers. Nike, Adidas, Puma. Sure. sure. Cool kid. That works, right? No. Well, I'm asking. I mean, you're allowed to give your opinion. It may not count. Now I'm the host. The host is opinionless. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's she's the firm okay. judge. Look at me when you're asking questions. Was that, was that two for Kurt? Yeah. That was two. That's a win. That's a win. All right. That's a win. What'd it do? Uh, you would not, I mean, was that acceptable? Nike? Hey, I'm fair. Firm says, yeah, I got to say, yeah. You Those know. are cool kids. Teenagers wearing cool. Pumas? Right on. Kids wear Pumas? Hell yeah, dude. They're, they're back. They do? They are back a bit. I love Pumas. When I was a teenager, I a good we, shoe. Wore, we wore Pumas. That's stuff old people say, but. <laughs> that is. Pumas but... a good shoe. Pumas are next to it. The <laughs> arse support alone, teenager, I mean, come on. Pumas. <laughs> good shoe. Uh, Bill, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, thanks, Bill. Here we go. Name three subjects in elementary school. Math, science, spelling. What did you say? Spelling. 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 Math, science, spelling. Yeah. True that. Okay. Next. Name three things you might see in Asia. Asians, Asian food, Asian rugs. Asian oh, rugs. Oh, yeah, dude. Perfect. <laughs> Asian birds, Asian sky, <laughs> Asian grass, Asian, Asian furniture. Uh, that yes. is the right first answer, though. Asian people. Yes, <laughs> perfect. You will. You see it. You would see it. Uh, Ken in Bethalto. Ken, good morning. Good morning. And there he is, Uncle Ken. Here we go. Name three Harry Potter characters. Harry Potter. Uh, some guy with no nose yeah. and some witch. No. The guy who shall not be named. And the mm. witch. And <laughs> Harry Potter. There was a witch. There were several. It's a witches and wizards school. But. The sorcerer's well, stone. There's three right there. I mean, witches and wizards. Kenny got it wrong. Me. Next. And Name right. three holidays. That's Valentine's Day, Christmas, and Easter. Yes. Very good. All right, Ken. Ooh, I think he got away with one there, but I'm going to give it to him. What? His phone cut out. She said something. It sounded like an um or an ah, but his phone cut out, so. Oh, my bad. Right. Oh, it's good. Day, Christmas, and Easter. That's what she, he said, hey, right? hey, the firm I judge. It. I heard it. Uh, the firm judge. All right. Yeah, I'm saying, I'll be fair. Strong. I'm being fair. I'm saying I'm giving Learns that her connection was strong. <laughs> I have a strong connection to Ken. Okay, here we go. Final one. Is this our last caller? La well, okay. we'll do one more after Ken. All right. Uh, name three electronics brands. Panasonic, Sony, uh, RCA. Yeah! 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 
Tom. RCA, dude. When was the last time you saw an RCA? Anyway? Whoa. Woo. I had me sweating. I know. There. I was getting nervous. There. All right. Uh, Lauren, pick one, two, or three. 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 Stacy, good morning. RCA. Good morning. All right, Stacy, here we go. Final contestant, three and five. Hmm. Name three high school electives. Stop, auto class, home ec. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. One for one. Next. Name three famous people named George. George Orwell, George Washington, George Bush. Um, didn't get it. I wanted you to win just for the... The Georgias the Orwell? you picked. Yeah, the Georgias you picked. Good Georgias. An educated pick. Good Georgias, but not in enough time. Mm. Georgie. All right, one final one. Here we go, Stacy. Name three movies and theaters right now. Anyone but you, Wonka, and Migration. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. oh, my God. Somebody did their homework. Right. All right, Stacy, hang on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that is where listening matters. That's how you end on a high note. Good job, Stacy. The Rizzuto <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. That wild. We're so excited. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Moon's got sports. Maybe some time for your emails or a couple, two, three emails. Hey, this is Nemus Patel, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mentioned earlier, uh, my wife's coming in tomorrow to play the newlywed game. And if you have any questions for uh, for her uh, regarding our relationship, now's the time. Time to ask. Send us an email, put in the subject line, uh, Riz Wife, so I don't see it. And uh, we'll answer your questions in a uh, true and honest fashion. I Riz got, Show 1057.com. I got to make a new email address so I can send a question in. You won't mm-hmm. know who's asking it. Hmm. This email from Fern. <laughs> Fern. <laughs> Fern loves well. Fern radio. <laughs> Fern Lefkowitz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes tomorrow. Be fun. Hey, if I said the name um, Adam Johnson in regards to sports, do you remember who that is? Ah, yes. Adam Johnson. The great Adam Johnson. Yeah, he was number one. Adam Johnson. Top. Adam Johnson. Golfer. No. He was the guy who took a skate blade to the neck during a hockey game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and wound up dying. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We'd have to do, set us up like that. Well, no, I, I'm... I'm <laughs> yeah. Thanks, ah. boss. <laughs> yeah, that was... We're uh, sitting here throwing out... Ah. That was pretty sorry. cool. Sorry. Everybody throw out their little joke. Sorry, and then I'll make sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Well, uh, finally, it's happening. USA Hockey. And if you have a, if you have a kid who plays youth hockey, uh, USA Hockey is now mandating neck laceration protection for all players under the age of 18, which I applaud. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Mandating it. All youth hockey players under 18 will be required to wear neck laceration protection. Uh, it is the latest development in the wake of the death Gosh. of Adam Johnson, who took the skate to the neck. Um, the new rule goes into effect August 1st. And I'm like, I, I was like, why, why, not, why not just make it now? Yeah, it's, like, it's why so not silly. now? Huh. They set a timeline 
accounts for supply chain and production delays with net cards. I guess there was a run on them back when this first happened, and uh, supply issues are, are a problem. Hmm. Okay. The decision announced uh, yesterday comes three months after uh, Adam Johnson passed away. Um, its decision also comes after uh, it's it's con- the USA Hockey's Congress approved the mandate, which also includes on-ice officials under the age of 18 and any 19-year-old players at the boys, girls, or junior level uh, at its annual meeting. Um, I think this is a long overdue thing, mm-hmm. and I've always had my kid wear a neck guard, regardless of him. I don't want to wear it. It's uncomfortable. I don't care. You know what's also uncomfortable? Watching my son bleed out on the ice. Right. Yeah. So the good news is then probably in five, six years in the NHL, basically everyone coming in will be wearing neck guards. Uh, yeah. I guess it's, it's a good way of uh, yeah. that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, I, I, I couldn't, and I'm not one to tell other parents what to do, but after that Adam Johnson thing, I can't. I couldn't imagine other parents not having their kids wear it. Yeah. For sure. I know on my on my son's team, uh, a lot of parents are like, "You're wearing a neck guard now," and they get used to it. There's there's different there's ones that that uh, are built into the undershirts mm-hmm. that are made out of Kevlar. I know T.J. Oshie, former Blue, now he Washington owns a company. That does it, he right? owns a company that makes oh, that's cool. shirts like the undershirt for under your under your jersey. And under your pads that has a Kevlar neck guard. Smart. Wow. Now there's also they're they're also talking about um, cut resistant uh, socks. Yeah, there was a kid, a 16 year old kid, died two years ago from a skate cut to the neck during a during a high school game. Golly. Uh, USA Hockey has long recommended cut resistant socks, sleeves, and undergarments. It's crazy that this would happen once. Ever, and not be mandatory across across the board. Yeah, especially if it happened to a kid a couple yep. of years ago. Come and on, considering man. we have the technology to do this, where it's not that painful to wear. And do you? you uh, uh, I forgot what year it was or which team, but that that goalie one. Remember when he like boop and, oh. and grabbed it and barely saved his own life there? He just got lucky and grabbed the right spot. That guy's wearing a mask. Uh, my son took a check. It was last year. Took a check into the wall, and the kid who checked him, his skates went up. And he got cut between his glove and his uh, and his elbow pad. It's like right here, mm-hmm. like on his wrist. And I'm like, Phew. damn, man, could have been anywhere. Close, mm-hmm. it's a close call. Yeah. So again, for youth hockey players, uh, August first, neck guards are going to be mandatory. And that's according to USA Hockey. All right, let's do some sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Sports are brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. The Blues got yet another overtime win on Sunday as they beat Los Angeles. Blues defenseman uh, Scott Perunovic exited Sunday's afternoon overtime win, though, with a lower body injury in the third period. Didn't return. No reports. Uh, since, but hopefully he's back soon because he has 10 assists in the last 14 games. The dude is crushing it. It's I bet f- uh-huh. it was a Shen, Shen two games in a row with the overtime winner. Yeah, and I, I read a couple articles about uh, they're like, they're winning in these like spectac- spectacular fashion, but that's not always a good thing. Like, you know, we've, we've got some good wins here, but it's not sustainable. Yeah, but you remember, though, th- these run of games were all against West Coast teams that they needed to win. So I yeah, think the important. Blues are now in a wild card spot. Yeah, they're in playoff is, position. Which is uh, which is unbelievable. Tomorrow's Riz Show night at the Blues game. 
Last year, win or loss? They lost. I think we're, nah, aren't we two and I think two, that was for, our, or two out of three? Yeah, I think that was the first time yeah. we've had a loss on a race. Uh, yeah, well, tomorrow, so this year, yeah, we got it. Yeah, tomorrow we got it, guys. Things are looking like, up. The, the team plays extra hard. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they go all out <laughs> they for it. When they know yeah. we're there, <laughs> they, care so they, much. Play, they play extra hard. <laughs> That's one thing, like the in-game uh, hosts, they're serious about playing for them. Speaking of going extra, it is official. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers are headed to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 17-10 to become the AFC champions. And then the NFC championship, the 49ers came back in the second half after the Lions had a 17-point lead and won 34-31. That was gnarly. And everybody in our house was going for the Lions, but I, except for me, I, I was backing the Lions. My heart had them, but I was like, I'm telling you, man, there's something about there's something about Purdy and San Francisco's composure. I feel like they may do it, and well, they did it. Who was the bigger disappointment yesterday? Was it Lamar Jackson or was it Dan Campbell? I don't know, man. Uh, Campbell because he Lamar. had a lead. Probably Lamar because I would say Detroit had already outkicked its coverage. They were playing with house money at that they point. They were, yeah. Lamar Jackson, you blew it. And because of you, I am now ineligible for my $15,000 survivor pool. <laughs> I don't know what his stats were yesterday. I'm sure they were decent, but like, I mean, that's his critique is can't win the big one. Yeah. He passed to himself, though. So we talked yeah, about this. One play. We talked about this earlier. Just like in 2020, the Chiefs and the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. And uh, there's a couple climactic moments from yesterday's AFC and NFC championship games. I got some audio here. Here's some highlights. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs and believe it. <laughs> you got to fight for your Is that Travis Kelsey? I think so. He did that yes. last year. That was Taylor Swift, I think. Oh, that was Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, did you hear the big news? Is she said, I love you on the field. What? Who, who heard to that? Who? To whom? Nobody said that. To Andy Reid. Hot mic. <laughs> <laughs> There was a fun TikTok of her face while he was saying that on stage, like her watching him, like, oh wow, that's my boyfriend up there. <laughs> was, she, was she cringing? Was she yeah, was like, a little bit. Like she was happy, but you could she could also tell, like, okay. Well, that dude. He didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> that dude had seven receptions in the first half of uh, of the game, and that broke Jerry Rice's long-standing record for the most career playoff receptions. Kelsey's. Catch late in the second quarter gave him 152 playoff receptions. That's one more than Rice. That is crazy. And not only did Kelsey break Rice's record, he did it in just the 21st career playoff game and all for the same team. Rice caught his passes in 29 games for three different franchises, San Francisco, Oakland, and who else did Jerry Rice play for? I forgot Whoa. he was a Seahawk. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I was listening to a podcast on my way in this morning. They were comparing. So... Mahomes has been in the league for six years. They were comparing Mahomes' first six years and Tom Brady's first six years. Right. Damn near identical. Oh, really? Wow. Tom Brady had three Super Bowls. We'll see if, if uh, Mahomes can have his third. Up I mean, head? damn near identical. Crazy. Along with setting the playoff record in the first half for Sunday's game, Kelsey also caught his 19th career playoff touchdown. That number is second on the all-time list, leaving him just three behind Jerry Rice's 22. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, Har Harbaugh brought a national title to Michigan before he left, and now we know he's going to be the uh, Los Angeles Chargers head coach. 
And um, they asked him right after the game, they were, uh, you know, because he was there obviously cheering on his brother, who is John Harbaugh, who is the uh, coach for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And they asked him, hey, man, why are you coming back to uh, to do the NFL after just winning? You know, why are you leaving Michigan? And he said, quote, it was tough. I was torn. I love Michigan, but I love the NFL, too. And there's no Lombardi trophy in college football. Ah. That's a good answer. Yeah, that quote says a lot, and I think it. I mean, that's a perfect. That's a perfect answer. Uh, what was his record as an NFL coach? It's like 50-50 almost, right? Hey, look it up. Uh, yeah, Jim Harbaugh's record. It was good. I think his it was, brothers is slightly better, I believe. Uh, I think Jim was way better than fifty. Forty-nine, twenty-two, and one. Forty-nine, twenty-two, and one. Dang, so not bad. Okay, okay, never mind. Harbaugh also also said that he was very starstruck when he met his new quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm moving that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. All right, one final break. We'll come back and we'll wrap up the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Today's wrap-up is sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack wraps a little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only a Jack. All right, what the uh, what is the uh, podcast title today? Oh, the smegma in question. Mm. <laughs> ah, cheesy penis. That'll get yes. people to click. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Smegma. Guess who has smegma on the show? Oh, oh. why would you? You know what? <laughs> it's a fun yeah, game. It's okay. Cast that out there. We'll see. Oh, uh, <laughs> what else you got, Moon? Oh, man, uh, I have uh, Can You Feel the Punk Tonight coming up May 11th. Two shows, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. The 3 p.m. is definitely going to sell out first, uh, so if you were considering that, you might want to get on it. Uh, that is the uh, Punk Rock Machine. We're punking up all the Disney classics, new and old. It is so much fun. It's a family show, but you don't have to have kids. You can come alone and have as much fun as you uh, as you want. It is an awesome show. And, yes, the um, the Star Wars Legion, the 501st, they're going to be oh, there. Oh, they're going to be there. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, Lauren, what else? Uh, my band is playing the Celebration Day Soundcheck Party at the pageant on February 22nd. It's a Thursday. $10 gets you in. Uh, we're going to do like a full set of 60s and 70s covers, and then Celebration Day will uh, essentially be hanging out the whole time and play like a couple of their songs for Led Zeppelin, which is happening the weekend after. Uh, you can go to thepageant.com for that. Cool. Rafe. Follow me on the uh, social medias at I am Rafe Williams. Dot net. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you change that recently? Or? Dot gov. Cool. Dot gov. Dot edu. Uh, wow. Instagram, tic-tac, all that. All that patty whack. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok patty whack. Okay, uh, King Scott. Word. Here we go. Yes, I got headshots yesterday, so if there's local film like groups out there that are going to film something, let me know. I'd love to audition. Getting some films here in town. And uh, also make sure to follow me because tomorrow is something pretty exciting. Going to debut on the socials. Wow. Goose Day. Let's yeah, just, uh, we'll buddy. do that. So go to King Scott Rules. Follow me on all socials. And again, Venmo. We're almost to a million followers. So a dollar to follow. It's very fun. Follow me on uh, Venmo. Yeah, Who's Goose Day. Don't, don't, we'll tell you about it. Yeah. It's going to be cool, man. Oh, you didn't know? Happy Goose Day? Yeah, happy, yes. every goose, happy goose Day. You're going to find out tomorrow. Goo. What are you doing? Oh, I'll find all out right. with the rest yeah. of everybody. And also with Goo. <laughs> Uh, once again, thank you guys for uh, buying your uh, racial live tickets. Uh, racial live sold out. Beautiful. Excellent, excellent. Tomorrow is Riz Show Night at the Blues game. There still are some theme tickets available for that. Go to the Points website to uh, to get in. And there's going to be meet and greet tomorrow. And I don't have any details, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we're we will send you some kind of We uh, should have message. details today. Usually they'll email that stuff out. And uh, whatever whatever we find out, we will let you know tomorrow during the show. So tune in, dark yeah. and early, 6 a.m. Okay. 
Yeah, at some point they'll let us know. But but check your email. I'm sure they'll they'll yeah. they'll email you all yeah. the instructions. But we'd love to see you guys tomorrow night as we take over the Blues game. Uh, tomorrow my wife's going to be here, <laughs> so make sure you tune in for that. And uh, yep, that's it. All right. Good. We leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots, St. Louis home for blues hockey. From Sullivan, Missouri, Chris Fisher is our yeah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.